across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. This is happening. This is live. Thank you, James. Thank you, Ash. Postmen. It's 2017. Why do we still have them? Not only are they an old-fashioned idea that's hideously out of date, they're completely untrustworthy. Late nights with Ian Lee. Here's the thing. It's 2017, right? Right? When was the last time you actually sent a letter? A proper letter. A letter. You haven't done it this year, have you? Have you? No. No. How about last year? A letter. No? Okay. How about this century? Have you sent an actual letter this century? The 21st century? No, of course you haven't. There's no need to send letters. Emails, texts, WhatsApp. Strange app where you can send nudie pictures to someone and it disappears in 10 seconds. Instagram, Facebook, DMs. There's no need for letters. No one sends letters. You get these books, don't you? Compilations of the world's greatest letters, the world's most romantic letters, the John Lennon letters, the Kenneth William letters. Well... They won't be making those in 50 years for this generation. It'll be the world's greatest Texas. The world's most memorable WhatsApps. The best emails of the 21st century. That's what it'll be. So, no one sends letters, right? The only thing, and I've been looking at this for the last two weeks... The world's rudest Snapchat. I've been looking at this for the last two weeks, okay? I've been watching what has been coming through my postbox every day for the last two weeks. Can you guess? Can you guess? Yeah, that's right. Pizza? Pizza Pizza delivery? Curry delivery? And, um... There's been a bloke driving around in a blue van posting things about um, gardening and and, uh, tree maintenance. I'm doing some work in your area. I see your trees need some work done on them. Contact Steve on this mobile number. Nah. Everything that has come through my letterbox in the last two weeks has gone straight into the bin. 
We don't need postmen. We don't need postmen anymore. Domino's can pay a lad to, to go and post things through there if they really want to post stuff. Um, Steve's got his van. He's, he's going around posting stuff himself. Postmen do not post anything of any importance whatsoever. Oh, bills. They post bills. Not to me, they don't. All my billing is done online. It's all done online. My gas and electric, which I change every six months. I love changing. I love changing my gas and electric. I think it's two fingers up to the gas and electricity boards. I call them boards because I'm old. We'll be able to choose who supplies our water soon. Up yours, water board. I'm old. I still talk about paying my rates. I'm an old man. I don't get any bills through the letterbox because all bills can be done via email. Some old people can't use computers. Don't be so patronising. Of course old people can use computers. Some old people can't use computers. You're having a laugh. Of course old people can use computers. Some pe- some unemployed people can't afford computers. Go to the library. Do it on your phone. You can do all of this stuff on your phone. Your phone is a computer. Everyone's got a smartphone these days, apart from hipsters. But they've got computers. We don't need postmen. We don't need them. In the same way that we don't have any milkmen operating in this country anymore, we don't need postmen. We made milkmen extinct. We won that battle. Because we all buy our milk from the Tesco Express. Or if we're popping home, we get a text saying, can you pick up a pint from the garage on the corner? We don't get a letter saying, oh, on the way home, could you get some milk? What? Get a text or a WhatsApp saying, could you pick up two pints of milk from the garage on the corner on your way home? That's if you want to have coffee in the morning. So we do that. We got rid of milkmen. Well, there are no milkmen left in this country. They are as dead as the dodo. We won that war. The great milk war. We won. Common sense one. And we can do the same with postmen. We don't need them. That's point one. Point two. Why do postmen always wear shorts? They're always wearing shorts. Every time I see a postman, he's got shorts on, even in the middle of winter. Now, that's just weird, isn't it? And I don't want weird people coming up to my front door every day. I don't want it. I don't want a weird person opening a flap on my door in my house and pushing stuff through. They're wearing shorts. You want a pervert having access to your house? Even if it's just his finger, you hope it's just his fingers that are going in there. They're wearing shorts. And here's the thing, I don't trust them, because to do a job like that, you've got to be a little bit, well, a bit queer, haven't you? You've got to be a bit peculiar, a bit 
odd. You've got to be a little bit nosy. You've got to be nosy to think that you're going to be a postman. I'm going to be a postman. I get to look at people's mail. I get to look at their postcards and read what people send to them. I get to feel their packages. I get to shake them as I'm walking along. Not cycling anymore. They don't cycle. They either drive around or they have those weird little trolleys. Weird little trolleys that you push around and you see them tied up to lampposts overnight. When did they introduce the trolleys? When did they introduce the trolleys? What is that about? What is wrong with a bloke carrying a sack full of stuff? When did that become an issue? So, postmen, they're out of date. They're weird. And they're lazy. They're lazy. They're pushing a buggy around. They're pushing a buggy around. What good is that? 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Before the show. Before the show. I had a little look online. And do you know that nearly all thefts of post are committed by postmen? It's postmen. Nearly all thefts of post are committed by postmen. Shall I give you a few examples at random? Completely at random. Postmen, postmen, plural, there's two of them, spared jail after hundreds of items of stolen packages and undelivered mail are discovered. This is from the Manchester Evening News. Richard Harmer had 500 unopened packages in his mum's home and hundreds in a dustbin. What? While Christopher Winnard stole thousands in cash and in gift vouchers. What? These are postmen. We're supposed to be trusting them. Eating Richard Harmer, 27, was discovered to have more than 500 unopened packages in his mother's home and more than 300 ruined packages in the dustbin. That's 900 packages. Just, just tossed away. Couldn't be bothered. Didn't fancy it. Didn't fancy it. Didn't fancy it. In an unrelated incident, a second postman, Christopher Winnard, was charged with stealing a total of 69 packages from the Royal Mail, containing almost £2,000 in money and gift vouchers. What a scumbag. What an absolute scumbag. Don't trust them. I do not trust them. Another story, completely at random. Long-serving postman stole £17,000 worth of parcels from the Nottingham Post. A long-serving postman left caught in tears after hearing he faced a possible jail term for stealing parcels. Alan Adkin had admitted taking items worth more than £17,000 and selling them on. £17,000! 
taking these stories completely at random. £17,000 ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. You wait till you hear about this guy. Postman Ajaz Boody. Ajaz Boody. Postman who targeted the City of London in biggest letter theft in Royal Mail history to steal 2.3 million pounds. 2.3 million pounds. Jailed for eight years. Guys, what is the test to become a postman? What is the test to become a postman. Do you promise not to steal letters? Yes, I do. Well, in that case, Mr. Ajaz Boody, you're a postman. There's no test. There's no test. <clears throat> Don't type into Google. Do not type into Google postmen sex crimes. Don't do it. Do not do it, because I've seen what comes up. It ain't nice. It ain't nice. I'm not saying all postmen are, are, are sex offenders. Of course I'm not saying that. That would be ridiculous. I'm saying I don't trust all of them. And I'm saying that some postmen are sex offenders. Do not Google it. What comes up is thoroughly unpleasant. There's a story here from the Daily Mail. From January of this year. Royal Mail postmen are delivering vast amounts of drugs, including cocaine Ecstasy and cannabis. What the hell? I don't want these people walking up and down my drive every morning. Say every morning. I'm old enough to remember when the postman came about six o'clock in the morning. Half eleven, twelve now. And they don't do a second delivery. It's only one delivery. Half eleven, twelve was the time you get the second post. There is no second post. The second, the second post is the first post, except the first post isn't at six o'clock in the morning. It's half eleven, twelve. I've had it as late as two o'clock sometimes. What, what, what is that all about? What on earth is that all about? And then you get stories about wacky postmen, crazy postmen, postmen who do bizarre and strange and unusual things. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Postman writes letters for dog who loves getting mail. Oh, God. Postman writes letters for dog who loves getting mail. Postman writes letters for dog who loves getting mail. Postman and dogs haven't got a history of getting on very well. And that's true. And I always say, my nan used to tell me this, dogs knows people dogs nose people what she meant by that was dogs can um pick up good vibrations it's what the song good vibrations is about it's about dogs it is that's, that's true that's actually true it's about dogs you google it good vibrations is about um uh, brian wilson's dogs banana and louie being able to sense vibrations on people good vibrations and bad vibrations and i believe that so, why are dogs always attacking postmen? Because they're picking up on the good vibrations, the bad vibrations, excuse me, that the postmen are sending out. Dogs knows people. 
That's why they go nuts when a postman, they consent. If you've got a dog, right? I've got a dog now. First time I've had a dog in years, right? My dog starts going a little bit loopy about five minutes before the postman comes because she can pick up on the bad vibrations that he is sending that are emanating off of his body. She knows when he's turned into the street. She knows. She knows that a dark force is coming our way. And she wants to protect the family from the dark force. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Listen to this story. Postmen and dogs haven't got a history of getting on very well. We know why. But Pippa loves it when her local mail delivery arrives. The Golden Retriever always gets excited when Postman Martin Struder turns up. So what does Postman Martin Struder do? He does something to try and be a little bit crazy, a little bit wacky, a little bit exciting, a little bit out there, a little bit nuts, a little bit of a character, probably wears Homer Simpson socks. To avoid disappointing Pippa, who is a dog, Martin writes her little fake notes so she has something to take off him. I have to improvise, he wrote. Uh, He writes notes for the dog. We don't need this. We don't want this. We don't need... Postman. We don't need postman. Old-fashioned, out-of-date, strange, nosy people. 0344-499-1000. I'm not expecting to get calls on this, because we all know it's kind of dull radio when people phone up and say, yeah, I agree with you, Ian. I agree with you. There's no argument against this. You can have a go if you think. But your head would have to be in a pretty weird place to try and defend the indefensible. When was the last time you wrote a letter? When was it? Not this century. 0344-499-1000. We call you back. Postmen, who needs them? Not me. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late Nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call... Um, the way it works is it's free for most people, otherwise standard charges, we call you back. Okay? That's how it works. Bear in mind the warning I gave on Friday. Don't be dull. Don't be a dull caller. Um, and just, just very, very quickly, and I will start going, I will, I'll come to you in a second. Um, people are watching on Periscope, people are tweeting, people are Facebooking. That's great, but remember, it's a phone-in show. I've not got Twitter open, I won't be looking at the tweets during the show, so I won't see any comments you make by Twitter. I'm not looking at the Facebook page, so I won't be, they won't be incorporated into the show, and I'm, I can't see the comments on Periscope. I certainly won't be reading them out, I certainly won't be answering them, right? If you want to take part, you, you can send me a tweet, you can send me a Periscope, I ain't going going to see it all right so so um grow a pair pick up the phone and call in oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand good evening will 
Good evening. What you got for us, Will? Do you know, I'm in Iceland, Ian. I, I do know you're in Iceland because it says so on my screen, yes. Do I they have, have no postmen in Ireland? Iceland? Iceland, where, where are we? Yes. Do they have postmen in Iceland, Will? Do they have postmen? Uh, let me ask my friend. Baldwin, do you have, do you have postmen here? Yes, they do. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. let's get rid of them. We don't need them, Will. It's 2017. 2017? What? We're going to replace them with, Ian? Well, we don't need to replace them with anything, Will. They're, they are out of date. Like Just like milkmen are no more, we don't need postmen. Who gets post-delivered? You don't, I, I deliver books. I make handmade books, mate, and I deliver them through the post, and I'm very, very what, so, what, Hang on, you use Royal Mail to deliver your, your handmade books? No, I use the German mail because I've been living in Berlin. Right, so, okay, right, so you use... You yeah, use... I'm, I'm, I'm European, mate. Um, okay. I'm European. I, I know it's not very fashionable at the moment. Um, well, yes. It, well, it, it no, suits I'm, me very well. Yeah, no, it suits me very well. Oh, is this, is this Will, the bass player? Yes, unfortunately, it is. <laughs> Hello, Will the Bayfair. How are you doing? Sorry, it took me a second <laughs> to join well, the dots. How, yeah, how's Iceland going? Iceland has been very nice. It was snowing a bit today. We had a bit of sleet. Oh. A bit of sleet today, which is always very spring-like, but yeah. the weather's been very nice. Is it crisp? I like it when it's crisp. Is it crisp? It's been crisp. I've just made some biscuits. They're quite crispy. Oh, don't. I'm on a, I'm, I'm on a diet, Will. I'm oh, losing. Like that. These are these are good biscuits. Oh, sorry, I'm always swearing. Yes, watch it. Oh, luckily, I missed that one. If anyone heard that, apologies. Go and do an offcom about yeah. it, your babies. But I'd um... like to apologise too. But <laughs> let's, let's bear in mind that most of the people who don't swear are, are generally more dishonest than the people that well, do. Isn't that do you, true? Now that they, will they, that they will is an excellent point. I, that is, I, I wonder if a survey's ever been done. Most of the people who don't swear they're, they're, they're are less trustworthy than those that do. I saw it on the internet. It must be true. Oh, it must be true. If someone's done a documentary about it on YouTube, then, um, it's got... Yeah, that's true. The, I the, don't... Un- the University of YouTube, I believe they call it these days. Have you ever... It's like a, par- it's like a parallel <laughs> university. <laughs> Have you ever done a swear in someone, Will, and, and you've realised you've misjudged the situation, and that person is, is totally not a fan of swearing? Do you know, I, I generally... I find that people that don't swear, it's like children don't swear, and it's like, I don't know... I'm not so impressed by people that don't swear. No. Really, it doesn't. I don't necessarily take it as a as a signal of <laughs> virtue that people aren't foul out. Yeah, no, I, I know. You know. I know what you mean. So, what are you doing in what are you doing in um, in Iceland then? I'm just tossing about, mate. Like I like I do generally. I'm just tossing about trying to avoid getting a proper job. Oh, mate, I love it. How, how's the book doing? Like the book, I don't know. I have no idea. It just it does its thing. It's out there, and now it just floats around and. No, I don't. I don't know how. I mean, how would I judge? How would I know how it's doing? <laughs> I don't know. Did you Did you receive a big fat check for it, Will Carruthers? <laughs> you did a big fat check for fifty thousand pounds land on your door. Did it? Did it? No, you might have landed on somebody's door. <laughs> after, after many years in the music industry, I find generally that my checks land on somebody else's doorstep. Yeah. Which. Yeah. leads me back to your original point, and perhaps the postman is to blame. Oh yeah, well, perhaps, perhaps the postman is to blame. They could be. I've just pulled up some stories at random of dodgy postmen. That have, that have, we've all received birthday cards where the envelope's been opened and the fiver's not in there, or the birth. I, I, I stopped sending birthday cards because you, 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 a week after the event, you'd phone up. Did they? Uh, did they get my card? No, the card never is arrived. Is that 
Is that what happened to my royalty checks? I think that might be it. Well, somewhere there is a postman uh, in the Bahamas lighting cigars with £50 notes and laughing at your psychedelic music. Do you know what, then, mate? I'm not going to go after the managers. I'll be looking for the postman because it's probably their fault. <laughs> or a Polish nurse. Well, yeah. Or, 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 or the fire brigade or teachers. <laughs> Anybody that's easy to go after. Any of like. those I find, that, I find that's the way people are dealing with things now. You just like you find an easy target. Well, have you? Are you? Are you in Iceland to to avoid conscription for the um, uh, oncoming war with Spain? Mate, I'm too old to be conscripted. No, now. mate, they're, they're going to get us old people in. They're going to get us because we got we got the, the the battle brains. They're going to get us well, in for this use, war. They're going to use us as ammunition. Literally, fire us out of cannons <laughs> at the Spaniards. <laughs> They, they still, they, they might do. That would be a good war. I, I say, give, give, give Gibraltar and the Falklands. Put them on eBay. We don't need either of them. Isn't it interesting that Michael Howard crawled out from under a rock? <laughs> but who imagined that it would be Gibraltar? <laughs> oh, that's you know, a good I mean, it wasn't the last time I heard. The last time I heard from uh, Michael Howard, or uh, the last thing I remember of mm. him, which I'd, ra- I'd rather forget. Mm. Wasn't he? Wasn't he the anti-rave politician? Wasn't he Mr. Criminal Justice Bill? He was, he was like wasn't banning, he? He was banning music characterised by a series of repetitive beats. Oh, f- he was, wasn't, wasn't he? he? You couldn't. And was it? Was he? Yeah. Was that the one about you couldn't have more than three people gathering t- to listen to music? Otherwise, that became a rave. Yes, bless him. He's a man that's frightened of more than three people listening <laughs> to music. He must be terrified, right? No wonder he's no wonder he's worried about space. Yeah, he must be. I I think. L- l- listen, let's just get Gibraltar. Let's get the Falklands. Let's put them on eBay. And if Spain yeah. and Argentina want to make a, a, a couple of cheeky bids, well, good luck we'll to blame them. Blame the postman. Blame the we'll postman. Blame the postman. Well, it's lovely we'll to talk to you, mate. Thanks for calling in. Yes, mate. Pleasure. Enjoy, Iceland. We'll, 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 would you like to talk to my Icelandic friend? I really wanted to get him to speak some Icelandic. Oh, yeah, beautiful. I'd love to. Come on, Balvin. Come on. Come on, Balvin. Hello, Balvin. Yes. Can, can, um, I have no idea what you're saying, but it sounds absolutely beautiful. What if, what if, it's a, a much more attractive language than English. Uh, but why though? Bloody foreigners are everywhere. <laughs> you're no, you're the foreigner, Will. You're in their country, mate. Don't tell them that. Well, I, I've been trying to keep a low profile. Will Carruthers, let's get the plug in. Playing the bass with three left hands is a book that we talked about on this show. It go and go on eBay and or not eBay, go on Amazon and buy it, and um, don't trust the postman. <laughs> Will, nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks for calling. Love you, mate. All the best, Ian. Cheers, my dears. There we go. Lovely. What a nice blood. Doesn't that sound like a fantastic language? It sounded very Nordic, obviously. You know, there was there was kind of a hints of... To, to the untrained ear, sounded a bit Swedish. English is a very dull language. We should, we'll do a show on that one day, on just how dull English is. It's It's horrible and clunky. People say that German is an unattractive language. Oh, no, 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 no. German's a very definite language. It's got, it's, it, you know what they are saying, even if you don't speak the language. Icelandic, I love it. I love it. Imagine being, um, lying in a bed in an igloo. Yeah, I know. Go with me a bit. And, um, there's a beautiful Icelandic woman in fur that she's got herself from minks. 
or if if you're a, a woman, maybe it's a, a hunky Icelandic man, and they're speaking to you in that language. You've got no idea what they're saying, but you're just nodding your head and salivating at the at the anticipation. Love it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. First caller, first cab off the rank. Will agrees with me. He puts down the fact that he's made no money out of his brilliant music and his brilliant book because postmen have probably nabbed it. And we've done you. You've done that, haven't you? Bit disappointed that your niece or nephew doesn't give you a call the day after their birthday to thank you for the card and the twenty quid you put in there when you phone up to check. Well, of course, the card never arrived. Why? Postmen. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, let's go to Craig. Evening, Craig. Fuck at you, Ian, with your London-centric privilege. Postmen do a service in the rural communities. You won't get DHL or any of them come into the rurals. Nonsense. Utter nonsense. I get my Amazon and my eBay delivered by my postman. Well, that's because you're too tight to go for the uh, next day or even same day delivery. Shame on you. No, it's because the people like DHL and all them, I won't say DHL more than that last time then. No, 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 of course they're interested. Yodel, DHL, all of these fantastic, fantastic companies, they'll all take the Amazon thing. You'll still get Amazon parcels, you just won't get them. Did you see, Craig, and you don't want them delivered by postman, did you see the the, the picture that went viral this, this uh, weekend, right? You know the little card <laughs> you, you, you get from the postman, sorry you were out, yeah. I've left your parcel... At number 62. Or, sorry you were out. I've, it's generally, because they don't have any imagination, it's generally, you have to come to the local post office to collect your parcel, bring two forms of ID. Well, there was one this weekend, right? And it said, sorry you were out. I pushed your parcel through an open window. Yeah, usually very fortunate. Hang on a minute, Craig. I know. The person turned over, and on the back of the card it said, Oops, sorry, I think your parcel landed in your toilet. And it had. The guy had pushed what could have been a 700-quid iPhone, for all we know, and it had landed in the toilet and was ruined. Ruined. One or two examples that are funny and sad at the same time. One or two. I've got hundreds of them. That form now... You can go online with that form that says delivered to the neighbour and you can ask for a rebooking for a Saturday even nowadays. Mate, the parcel's in the lavvy. Well, it could have been waterproof. Oh, come on. It, it was probably an iPhone. I saw the size of the package. It's the same kind of package where phones are delivered. And that's if the package gets to you. When was the last time you got a birthday card through the post that hadn't had a little bit of the, the, the thing opened? Who oh, even a, sends oh, birthday cards? Witness, Send an email. Make a phone call. Phone someone up and sing happy birthday down the phone. They help with old people. 
What do you mean they help with old people? They see their old people, they have chats with them. No, they don't. They're casing up the joint, working out when the old people aren't there. Notice if they could be dead if the Oh, come on. Taking over what the milkmen used to do. Oh, Craig, they don't help with old people. Old people are a hindrance to... They don't want to stop and talk. They want to deliver their packages and their pizza delivery forms as quickly as possible so they can go... I've seen them down the pub at 12 o'clock. You'll miss them when they're gone. No, I won't, Craig. When, they've, when they're gone, I shall be dancing a merry dance. They're useful in villages. Oh, God. Yodel and DHL will still deliver packages, OK? That will happen, all right? Or drones. It'll be drones. You'll get your packages delivered by drones. Or, or if you're ordering a package online, you can get it sent to the local news agents. The spa near me. We accept. We, I don't. When I want to send something off, a package, I don't go to the post office because to go to the post office, I've got to drive three miles. I've got to pay to park. I've got to go in. I've got to buy a box. I've got to, no, 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 no. I do all of that. I'll go to the local spa. Can I send this package, please? Is it urgent? Nah, not really. Nothing's urgent, is it? Unless unless it's a heart, then they send it on a motorbike. Nothing's urgent. Do you want it same day, next day? Nah, we're the cheapest. Get it as long as it gets there by the end of next week. I'll be happy with that. They'll be happy with that. We don't even need post offices. We don't even need post offices. It can all be done online, or it can all be done in the local store. And of course, while you're in the local store, or oh, while I'm here, I'll have a, I'll have a Mars bar. Or oh, while I'm here, I'll get some milk. While I'm here, I haven't got anything for my tea. What you got? It's over there, love. Brilliant. So local business is benefiting. Local business would benefit hugely if we got rid of postmen. And do you notice I'm saying postmen? Never seen a postwoman. Never seen a postwoman. It's the most sexist organisation in the world. The Postal Service. Absolute sexism. Even the um, fusty, musty, dusty old golf clubs are allowing women in these days. Postmen. The Postal Service is very old-fashioned, discriminatory service. 0344-499-1000. A brave effort from Craig there to try and defend uh, postmen. Failed miserably. I don't think anyone will be able to do it. Come and have a go if you think you can. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Lots of people shouting at me on Periscope, I can see. I'm not acknowledging them... I'm not, I can't see the comments when I'm sat here. It's a phone-in show, guys. 03444991000. I believe I'm being discussed on forums and on Facebook pages and on Twitter. That's great. I will never see or read those comments. I've, I've become very, uh, firm in my beliefs. I ain't looking at that nonsense while I'm doing the show, after the show, before tomorrow. I'm not going to look. So you're wasting your breath. If you want to take part, instead of talking about me on a forum, instead of tweeting me or, or periscoping me, why don't you pick up the telephone and dial 0344-499-1000. Don't be dull, though. Huh? That's the thing. Paul Akimbola. 
Hello. Hello, Paul. What do you think about postmen? Um, well, these days, um, I feel that post, post, while well, uh, needs have declined. We don't need them, do we? Yeah. I'll just phone in to ask you a question about... Is it about postmen? Because that's what we're talking about. Um, well, well, I think since so about post, postmen, um, it's sad, sad that post office is locked. Post office has closed down in recent years. Turn them into, um, turn them into Costa coffee shops. Yeah. That's what we should do. Yeah. Now, moving on to the other subject. Well, there is no other subject this hour. It's postmen. Yeah. So let's. I'm hoping that this other subject you've got, you can mould it into a postman-related query. Well, mm-hmm. would uh, um, um, remember one of the first time I had letter sent in. Here we go. I wrote a sent in. I wrote a letter. To CITV there in 2001. Go. There we go. Excellent. And you've done it. Brilliant. Fun. You've, sh- you've uh, shoehorned or crowbarred it in. Both phrases work. Both phrases are applicable. So carry on, Paul Akimbola. Yeah. Well, um, um, I did a work experience with, this, with the SSBC. I was in the post, rambling, sorting out the letters. Where where letters live into that will go in the right order. You know that's a good point. The po- the post room the post room used to be a hub of um, any business any business in any industry. If you wanted to know what was going on in that building, you go to the post room because that's where all the gossip happened. That's where all the interesting stuff. Not in the boardrooms. Not in the bosses' offices. You went to the post room, the mail room, and you got to see who was writing to whom. You got to find out who was sending what. And where? But now a post room is rubbish. No one you get people working in a post room. You have a pile of letters uh, that uh, uh, that go in a metal tray, and someone collects them and, and sends them off. We don't need them, Paul. No business is run by post anymore. Imagine, imagine you're doing you're the head Te- of a big technology. Te- technology. Yes. Imagine you're the head of a bank, we got, we got and you're going to write a you're going to write a letter to the, another head of a bank that's going to get there what three or four days if then you're goes, lucky. Then goes to back in ba- banking door. Yep, Paul, you make an excellent point. Thank you, Alan. Hey, baby, baby, hey, baby, baby Alan. It's a big weekend for me this weekend. Okay, why is it? Are you meeting some postmen? Unfortunately, there's no postman where I'm going to be. Well, no, you, you say unfortunately, Alan. That's, that's as far as I'm concerned, is utopia. Well, well for me, 40 horses. It's the Grand National this weekend. Ah, terrible, terrible sport that should be banned immediately. And also, last year I tipped the last samurai, yes. and you had some books about yes. it. Yes, I suggest that the Grand National is a terrible, terrible sport, and we should uh, we should ban it immediately. It's cruel, and anybody who supports the Grand National um, deserves to have their legs broken and then be shot in front of paying well, people. Since they modified the fences, they don't get many horses dying. Oh, in they the don't race. get many horses dying. How many horses did they get dying last year, Alan? 
There's five horses died of injury, but none of them are national. Right, okay. So how many horses were injured? None. Over the last five years? About 10%. 10% over the last five years? And you think that's a success? At least no horses died in the national. Right. Which is something. Okay. How many horses were injured in the national over the last five years? 10%? Well... 10% 10% of fallers. Right. And there was one that was seriously injured, but he survived. That was Balthazar King. Yeah. It's cruel, isn't it, Alan? And we, we should, we should stop it. It's, it's shameful that we, um, uh, we use horses, um, for gambling. I mean, gambling is a, is a pretty low thing anyway, but using horses, why not, why not get men, get big strapping men carrying tiny men on their backs running around? I, that, that would be okay because the men could give their consent. The horses can't give their consent. Well, it reminds me of Ladies' Day last year when the ladies were being carried by the men. Well, then they're beautiful. Do that. To get them jumping over um, uh, high fences. Get them running as fast as they can. Get them being whipped. Let's do that, but not the horses, Alan. We're better than that. We're civilised. Because they're virtual grand national. Well, even better then. Go and do it on a computer. But let, let's not let's not celebrate one of the meanest sports known to man. Well, last year I went for the atmosphere. Well, Alan, that's great, but let's, 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 um, I, I, I'm glad you came round to my way of thinking. Let's ban the Grand National. It's, it's cruel, it's immoral, it's shameful that we use horses, uh, like that for, for entertainment. They can't give their consent. We're better than that. We're better than that. No, I would, I would allow men carrying, um, women or men carrying, um, I don't know what we say these days, so I'm going to be politically incorrect, midgets. I don't know what the word is. Right? Because everyone can give their consent. But horses can't give their consent. Shameful business. Shocking business. No, ban it. Ban it. 03444991000. Good evening, James. Oh, good evening. How you doing? Yeah, thanks. Good. I'm, I'm going to be really boring, I'm afraid. Well, um, don't be. I'll, I've got to agree with you. That's the trouble. Okay. Well, post postmen, yeah, fair yeah. enough. They're yeah. bad. Post offices, yep. they're the worst places in the world. They're terrible, aren't they? Oh, God. I've had to deal with them recently. Um, right, three things. Yep. I'll, I'll try and be interesting. Um, I had to um, deal with the post office recently, uh, sorting out passports, getting uh, passports applied for. So I took the form and the photos to the post office, uh, gave them the envelope and said, can we, can we send this? She saw it said passport office on the front. And she said, oh, um, how do you want to send it? I said, through the post, it'd be great. Uh, first class? Yes. And she said, you might want to do it um, special delivery. Yeah. Oh, okay. What? What? What's the difference then? He said, "Well, it'll get there." Yeah. Oh. People steal the passport application forms or the returning passports. People steal yeah. them. That's it. I was kind of hoping that if I posted it at all, yeah, get there. And the fact that the people that weren't there are saying, "Yeah, there's a. This will probably get nicked. This will probably get nicked." Yeah, you send it first class, and you know we'll, we'll deliver it. But if you do it special delivery, we'll definitely deliver. We'll really yeah. deliver it. We're yeah. not just like you know deliver it in air quotes and just play football with it for a couple of weeks and then pinch the photos. Yeah. I can't believe that. What are, how, how do they get away with that? You know, well, it's awful. Imagine, imagine you're running a business and someone comes to you and says, I want to use your business. And they say, right, well, you can either pay the standard. Imagine if you were going, you, you, you're flying to New York, right? And you, book, you, you go to the travel agents. There's an old-fashioned concept. We, we won that war as well. <laughs> and they say, right, they're, 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 you can pay... 500 quid to go standard 
but you may not arrive there. And if you do arrive there, you probably won't make it back. Or you can pay a grand and we will definitely get you there at the time that we say we're going to get you there and we'll get you back home. That's it. You wouldn't, it, it, wouldn't they be laughed at? You'd be laughed off the high street. It's like a milkman saying to you, do you want the gold top? Well, yeah, what, what is gold top? That's definitely milk. Yeah. The other stuff oh, is, okay. why, not, we, we haven't done the, the tests yet, we're not totally sure, <laughs> it certainly looks a bit claggy, I wouldn't put it on my breakfast. Yeah. James, you make an excellent point, thank you. Peter? Hello, James. Uh, James, what's your name? Oh, Ian, sorry, sorry, I'm not used to talking to you, I'm afraid, sorry about that. Um, it's not about how, um, getting rid of postmen, but it is about post, a postman in general. Um, about five years ago, we had um, a Christmas card through um, our letterbox, but it was the same street name, but it was in a different part of Sheffield, if you know what I mean. It was a different postcode. How can, you have, how can you have the same street name? Well, believe it or not, it is the same street name, what we got, but there's a, a different street name in a different part of Sheffield. Well, then the, postman, the postman's an idiot. Well, different postcode, as you, as you gather. So me and my partner thought, well, we'll... Post it back and it'll get to its proper destination. Yes. Two days later, we got the exact same card through. So we went through the same rigmarole again, put it back in post box. Yes. Three days later, we got the same card through. Yes. So me and my partner said, stuff it. We're not going to post it again. So we opened it. Then there were 20 quid in there. So it's docileness at post office. Well, and what did you do? What did you do with the 20 quid? You stole it. Well, no, we didn't steal it. We you took it. Well, well, we put it in a, um, a cancer box. But sorry, you put it. You, you took twenty to... quid of someone's money and put it in a cancer box. You're worse than well, the postman. Well, no, they kept posting it back. I mean, we're well, no, 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 Pete, 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 Pete. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? You knew where the people lived to whom that money belonged. Yeah, well, that's, it's, we're all the way over the other side of Sheffield. You do you, know, do you being... drive, Pete? No, I'm visually impaired. Right, OK. Do you use buses? Well, we do, but we right. have changed, you know, they've changed all buses around here, so we don't know where the hell we're going. Well, don't, well, don't get me stuck. Bus drivers tomorrow. But, um, so you cannot, you, and you don't know anybody who can see that's got a car? Well, no, not... Um... You don't know anybody who can see? Well, no, not really. Well, we know people can see, but right. they ain't got a car. Right. Do you know anybody? Okay. So there was. You're telling me because we're we're told all the time that visually impaired. Oh no, don't treat us any different. We just because we're visually impaired, don't treat us any different. But now you're saying it's all right for blind people to steal money. Well, no, it's not all right. No, I, I don't agree with it. But you did it. Get in a taxi. It would have cost more to to take it. Well, you didn't know what was in there. Well, we just know it were a card. Did you bother to Google the name of the person to see if you could find them on Facebook? I'm not on the internet. Everyone's on the internet. I'm not. Is there a library near you? Well, it's right up, bro. It's about 10, 15 minutes away. Right. So you're now saying that you couldn't go 10 minutes to a library to ask the librarian to see if they could find the name of this person so you stole money from a child up for Christmas? It went from a child, I don't think. I said for a child. No, it weren't for a child. How do you know that? Well, looking at the name on Who it... Who sends was... 20 quid to an adult? No one sends 20... Looking at the name, what, what, what was the first name? I 
I don't want to get name away, but... Well, first name won't, won't ruin anything. I think it was Doreen. I know, I know a baby called Doreen. I don't coming, know. coming back into fashion, that name. I don't know. That 20 quid could have... Listen, that 20 quid could have meant the difference between a rubbish Christmas and a brilliant Christmas, whereas I know for a fact that 20 quid didn't cure cancer. Well, we know that. We know that, don't we? We do. Oh, well, I just thought I'd let you know about the postman anyways. Well, I'm glad you let us know about the... the um, whereabouts are you calling from, Pete? Sheffield. Yeah, I'm glad you let us know about the um, uh, the blind thieves of Sheffield. All right, thank you. Thank you, Pete. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I think that hour has, um, has backed me up. You can't trust them. You cannot trust a postman. Simple. Turns out you can't trust some blind people as well. I just... I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that 100% of the visually impaired people who've called me this evening have nicked 20 quid off a kid. That's all I know. Statistically, I don't know how that you'd extrapolate, but there you go. Uh, you can carry on calling in about that, or you can call in about anything else you want now. 0344 499 1000. You're listening to Tick Your Rage, Our Diaries now. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Caddick lied. Four horses died in the Grand National last year. Four horses. And that's called entertainment? Count me out, brother. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000. I got it wrong. It wasn't four horses that died in the Grand National last year. Yeah, it was six. It was six, because some died um, a, a little bit after it. <gasps> six horse, six horse. How many ride in the Grand National? 30, 36, some, 40, something like that. Here we go. Um, it, at the conclusion of the three-day Aintree meeting, it was believed four horses had died. However, that number has continued to rise since the meet end. This is last year. Meet ended on April the 9th. A further two horses have passed away from injuries sustained from the races. King's Palace was put down two days after the Grand National finished. After pulling up lame. <laughs> pulling up lame? What? That's entertainment? You're getting your, your jollies off that? Making a few quid on the bets with that? That's entertainment? Watching horses run themselves lame? Nah. I'm sorry, guys. We're better than that. And listen, I eat meat, right? I was a vegetarian for 26 years. I eat meat. I eat meat because, um, uh, 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 and I would eat horses. Here's the thing. I would eat horses, you know, if they were farmed and reared and bred for that um, and were killed for that. Not kill, kill, kill for entertainment. For, for sport, you're having a laugh. Really? That's considered entertainment a sixth horse Arzal was destroyed after suffering a leg injury nah mate come on we're better than that maybe Alan Caddick isn't I don't know I don't want to put it all on him but I, I've always uh, not always I, I retract that 
But I remember from a young age thinking that that the Grand National, there was something wrong with it. And then when I got a bit older, I remember working at B-Jams and when I was about 16, 15, 16, 17, and I, I put a couple of quid in the sweepstake. Um, but then when I started looking into it and realising that um, um, uh, horses is dying. Oh, we've made it safe now. We're not that safe. It's not that safe. Horses are dying for fun. People are cheering them on. Imagine the last things you hear are people cheering and then... Imagine that. No, I am sorry. That is bang out of order. We're better than that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um remember guys, it was a rule we introduced on Friday, and I, I just want you all to keep this rule in mind, okay? Only phone in if your call is going to be interesting. If you've got a dull call, don't phone in. I'll I'll fill. Uh, it will be more interesting for the listener to hear me talking and um, sharing my wisdom on a myriad of subjects than it would be for us to have dull calls. Honestly. So don't phone up and oh, go, I'll help him out. If you're phoning up tonight, and loads of people are, I can see the phones are going crazy, thank you. Um, if you're phoning up, just put the phone down for a second. Just put the phone down for a second and think. It's like... Um, Drexting, drunk texting, isn't it? Don't send that text. If you just think about it, would you want to send that text to that person if you were sober? Same thing with this, right? Don't pick up the phone. Just go through your head what you're going to say, the themes, the, the, not all of it, because it's a conversation. We want it to be natural. But, um, have a long think, brief think. Is my call going to contribute anything of any worth to the show this evening? Will it be dull or interesting? If you're not sure, don't call in. I think that is probably the best rule I can I can give you. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number um, that you uh, you can give us a call on. Um, people are texting me and I can see people are tweeting me because it pops up on my screen. I ain't reading them. It's a phone-in show, guys. If you want to take part, don't harangue me on Periscope. If you want to take part, you pick up the telephone and you call in. Barry's called in. Good evening, Barry Westwood. Hello, yes, good evening to you, Ian. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, obviously, Ian, we don't have your um, expertise, but we just tried to share our thoughts, and I've got a couple of points, actually. Are they interesting you. points, Barry, or are well, they dull? Well, again, Ian, you know, it, it's, it's, we're callers, and we're just basically trying to um, uh, mention the particular things that we're interested in and where we're coming from. On the, on the question of uh, the, the Grand National, I told you... Said, you said literally nothing there. That sentence was, was, was vapid. Okay, so well, correct me then, Ian. So, what what was the problem with that then? Well, didn't you didn't say anything? Well, what I was going on to say, Ian. Well, no, but no, no, well, no, what you're going on saying. We'll get to what you're going on to okay. say. But what you said, I am a, a real believer in the economy of language. Okay, um, and and that sentence was 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 it was filler. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, Ian. Well, I want to phone in actually to defend the postal workers. Um, I posted a, a, a letter today. Uh, to, to whom? 
I posted it to a Glastonbury 10k race. It was my race entry, and it went via post because yeah. I don't um, I don't have uh, internet. Doesn't matter. Go to the library. Go to the library. A wonderful place, and you can do it there online. I don't need to, Ian. I can. I'm. I'm I really enjoy sending letters. Well, that, that's not a letter. With the greatest of um, respect, sending an entry form. That's not a letter. No one's been enriched by that. No one's, you know, it's not, it's not full of language and prose. It's a, here's my check and yeah, I'd like to do it. And that's it. Mm, But some of us don't particularly want to use other methods. We're quite happy with the postal service in relation to postmen. We're going to get rid of it. And post ladies. No, let me say this to you. In relation to my experience, uh, our regular postman absolutely excellent a little chat when he comes into the garden well, he should be we, working we imagine if i stop now to have a little chat with Cass. what what i'm doing my job i've got i've got to sit here for three hours i can't wander off and go and have a little chat and i certainly don't expect Cass to or any of the listeners to at christmas time i don't loiter at the end of phone calls sort of winking and um ro- expecting a christmas box Imagine if I've expected a Christmas box from you lot! It's outrageous! I get paid! I get paid to do my job, and I'm happy to do it. So postman should be. It's part of the seasonal goodwill, Ian. Oh, I don't get a Christmas... I want a Christmas box then, Barry. I want a tenner off of every caller. I'm more than happy to send you a little uh, Christmas box, Ian. It's not a problem to make. But you shouldn't have to do it, because I get paid, same as the postman. You're basically giving the postman a... How much do you give him a year for his Christmas box? We give him a fiver. That's a bit tight, Barry. Well, no, I mean, I'm a retired person, uh, but I think... And? So you've not got many outgoings? Um, in relation to... That's a bit bit tight, uh, Barry. What's he done wrong? I would take that as an insult if I was him. Well, he's always very happy with it, but... Yeah, he's to your face, to your face, but behind your face, he's slagging you off to the other postmen. I get on very, very well with the postmen. To your face he does, because he's hoping that maybe if he's nice, he might give him a tenner. Bare minimum, bare minimum. And also your point about post He's ladies. wiping his ass on your letters. <laughs> and also about post ladies. I, I see post ladies regularly. Can, I, get... can I interrupt? Because mm. you're saying your thing, right? And I'm replying. And you're, they're not interacting with my reply. It's like you've got point one, two, three. And I, you say point one and I come back on point one. And then you go on to point two and I say my thing on point two. And then you ignore that and you go on to point three. There's no communication going on here. But this is my difficulty sometimes with you, Ian. You have your very long preamble and you're very good at what you do and you're very articulate. Yes. We come in as a listener yes. and a caller. Yes. And well, obviously there's a certain amount of nervousness and we try to develop a point. We try to develop a point. No, I'm develop. You're not, though. I'm developing the point and you're going straight on to point number two. Well, I was trying to say the reason You're for trying the to make is... point number three where, where, where I was just engaging you on point number two. There's no engagement. Well, there is an engagement. There's an engagement in relation to the fact I'm answering you on the trolleys. The reason for the trolleys is that... Well, now, where's that gone from? We weren't talking about the trolleys just then. We were talking about the fact that your Christmas box is too tight. Well, I thought you covered that. I said it's the best I can do. Um, well, then I, we were, before that, we were talking about um, how your entry form wasn't a letter. And then you went started talking about um, Christmas boxes. There well, was no engagement. Reason. It's a response. My entry form is a response via the postal service, which will get a, to them. It's not a letter. Uh, it possibly isn't a letter, but it's gone via the postal service. Yeah, but, you're, it, but, but, but so the reason you want to keep the postal service 
so that you can run what was it the half marathon it's a 10k oh. so that you can run a 10k race that's that's the only reason we're keeping the postal service no i also said i also how far letters. away is the office how far away is the office for the for the the 10k Oh, I'm not too sure that they have an office. Well, you, hang on, you sent it somewhere. How far away is the address? It's in Glastonbury. Oh, right. no, it's in Wells. It's in Wells. Right. How far is away is that from you? Uh, possibly a 40-minute drive. Right. Uh, uh, in, in distance? 10K? <laughs> no, it's a bit more than that. It's about 20 miles. Beautiful. Well, then use it as practice. I could do, and that's, a, that's an excellent idea. Yeah, exactly. Suggestion. Get, use that as practice. That. Get on your bike. Have you got a car? I do have a car, yeah. Right, well, then you drive halfway and you run the rest. There you go. You, you, so you're driving and you're also um, exercising and getting in training for the event. But why would I want to do that when I could put a stamp on and I can actually help? You're, you're right. Why would you want to do that when you're lazy? Well, no, it's not a question of being lazy. Well, it I is. Mean, I've it, just given you an nice. alternative and you said you don't want to do that. Isn't it nice to keep people in work? Isn't it nice for the fact that we're Not postmen, to... no. Pardon? Not postmen, no. We got rid of milkmen. Well, I mean, they've actually cut the numbers down, and if you just let me develop this... When it gets down to zero, I'll be happy. Well, you know, that, that's, that's your way of looking at it, I don't particularly agree with that, but on these trolleys, the well, reason... He, ne got... he, nearly, he nearly engaged with me there. He, did, he nearly engaged with my point and, and um, uh, came back on it, but he didn't. He kind of put his hand up and said, but yeah, I'm going to talk about something else. Okay, okay. Are we still there? Just. Oh, on the question of the trolleys, Ian. He's determined, you're determined, Barry, to make your point about the trolleys. Well, because it's, a, it's an integral point. The reason they've got these trolleys is they can't carry the amounts in the bags anymore because they've cut down on the numbers of postal workers. Well, tough, then they work longer hours. Well, they actually are working longer hours. Good. They're working longer hours with longer rounds, Ian. Well, but the, the, the trolleys, they, they're absolute nonsense. <laughs> Well, you know, they didn't ask for the trolleys. This is the, the, the position that they put in using the trolleys. But you know what they deliver? You know that uh, uh, um, 75% of the stuff they're posting is for pizza delivery and curry houses. Well, I don't know, Ian. I, I, must I do know. I, I do know, because I've studied it. I've looked into it. I've done research, Barry. I've not just sat here and come up with a bigoted point of view. I've researched this. Well, why is it that I get letters that are not always... To was do a, what letter did you get today? And... What letter did you get today? Uh, today, um, I don't think oh, I've okay. got any... Oh, OK. What letter did you get on Saturday? A uh, letter from my brother. Right, what did it say? Uh, just the general news of how yeah. things were. He lives up in Staffordshire. Right, have you fallen out with him? No. Why didn't he phone you up, then? I do phone him. Yeah, but why didn't he... Instead of writing a letter, why didn't he phone you up? Well, he does phone. But He's got old, that letter is two-day-old news. Uh, it probably is, but it's, it's not current. It's it's general news that's interesting. There's something quite. Tell nice me one in interesting the... thing he said in that letter. Uh, he was sort of. It was to do with family points. It's to do with what? It was to do with points in relation to the family, how people were, all the rest of it. Ah, so he was spreading gossip. <laughs> no, it was gossip. So. It was a gossipy letter. No, he's a born again Christian. He wouldn't do that. Are they banned from using the telephone? Uh, no, we, we, we phone each other once a week. What letter did you get on Friday? On Friday, I got some bank statements. Because yes, but you don't need I don't, I don't get bank statements. Well, because you do, you, I don't do telebanking. Well, you should do. Uh, but why? Because I want to keep people in work that work on the counters in the banks. They're very nice people. Hang on a minute. You, the, the, the statements that are sent out aren't sent out by people. That's automated. 
Well, there's somebody involved in the process. No, there's not. There's not. That's the the statements that you get to keep people uh, in employment. They're not sent by people. It's automated. Well, a postman's bringing them. But that's one person. Well, that may be just one person, but that's one person that's that's in work. You should get online. I I don't particularly want to go online. So we have to keep an antiquated, old-fashioned, bent service going because people like you are too afraid of computers. It's not a question of being afraid of it. it. Then get online. Don't cost you anything. It's free. yeah, but, but it's free. we possibly like to we probably like to be able to uh, talk to people. But you're not talking like to someone social... by getting a by getting a bank statement sent to you. What's the point of a bank statement anyway? Are you not one of these people, Barry, that when you get your bank statement, you make a nice cup of tea and you sit down at the table and you spend thirty five minutes scrutinising it? You're not one of those, are you? Well, I don't have sufficient money to spend thirty five. Well, exactly. Minutes, so what's I the point? I, I've never. Here's the thing, right? I've never understood the point in a bank statement. I've never got it. I've never under, I've never looked at a bank statement. Well, you would have to if you if no, you, you don't. Use, if I'm, you use the counter service. No, you don't. I know exactly how much money I've got going in. Exactly how much money I've got going out. Yeah, but you want to make sure that you check to the to the any eventualities where there may have been some problems along the way. They or... let me know. They've always notified me. They've always sent me a little text saying, um, "Can you check this activity?" And I've checked it, and if it's bent, I go, "It's bent," and they they um, give me a new card. And if it's not bent, it's fine, and it carries on. Well, yeah, but I think the thing is, Ian, you know, it's not everyone that wants to use the internet. Well, it's those people are wrong. They should be made to, to. You should Pardon? be made to. You should be made to. And also, you don't need a bank statement. Could you tell I was getting a croaky voice? Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> um, um, you you, could, you don't so. need... Listen, Barry, we've got to move on. It's been interesting talking uh, um, at you. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's been a frothy show this evening. We've um, discussed and I think pretty much agreed that postmen are no longer required. They are surplus to requirements. We have um, pretty much sorted that the Grand National is barbaric and we are better than that. 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call about those things or anything else. Let's go to uh, David. Good evening, David. Hello, Ian. David. I, I'm, I'm a bit... I'm, I'm approaching this phone call with trepidation. Hello? Yes, David? I'm, I'm just a little little bit scared that you're going to shout at me. I'm not going to shout at you, David. But, but you've been shouting at a lot of people tonight and I'm scared. No, haven't been shouting at a lot of people. I don't think I don't think I've shouted at anyone. You've, I don't think you've heard me. I don't think you've heard me shout, David. The last guy had both barrels. Well, he he, he wasn't listening, and um, that well, boy, trust me, that weren't both barrels. That was my water pistol I was squirting him with. Right, and um, he, he also said that if the phone calls aren't uh, interesting, then you'll be very angry indeed. I'll be disappointed more than angry. I'd be very disappointed in you if it was a dull call. Do do I have to speak about the topics mentioned prior? It's quite a dull call so far. Sorry. Do you want to talk about the Grand National Postman or something that I've got? Why have you called in, David? I've got some news on the man. I don't know what that means. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a paranormal investigator. I don't, I don't, oh yes, oh yeah, God, you're that, yes, okay, David, yes, yes. 
You're a paranormal investigator, yes, 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 and you've been, um, grabbed by the ghoulies. Less of that. Yes. Well, what was your, what was your, what's your full name, David? Badcock. That was it. David Badcock. I remember you. Yes. David Badcock, who once had the willies put up him and never got over it. Badcock. David Badcock. Derek Derek Kokora. Yes. Has been at his old tricks again. Which means his old tricks, what, speaking to the, um, to Sam, his spirit guide. Police were called. What? To calm angry punters after telepsychic. Derek Akora cancelled the show at the last minute. Please don't tell me he should have seen it coming. That's what people have said. I refuse to use such a poor joke. Good. I, I read oh, that story. That's, a, that's, a, that's an actual story, David Badcock. This is probably the first thing you've ever told me that's actually true. Uh, anyway, Can you speak hundreds... to the dead horses from the Grand National? Well, the question is, can you speak to alive horses? Well, yes, I can, as I'm a trained horse whisperer. Can you speak... Do, do horses have ghosts? Uh, yeah, yeah. Here's a thing, David Badcock, um, which Badcock. is... Uh, my um, boys saw a horse in a field this weekend, and my youngest boy said, Daddy, Daddy, come and look at this horse. And I went and looked at the horse. And do you know what he pointed out to me? His lovely mane. Try again. It's Fetlocks. He said, Daddy, look at the size of that horse's willy. And I'm going to be Hundreds. honest, David Badcock, it was a good cock. Hundreds had paid £20 a ticket to see the Liverpoolian spiritualist. Now, £20 a ticket, at any rate, is too much for such a spectacle. Well, it's a good... I think that's, that's a decent price for uh, a television celebrity like that. I bet he puts on a good show. I'd, I'd pay 20 I'd pay 40 quid. A ticket. To see Derek Kokora? Yeah, to see who? Derek Kokora. Just say one more time slowly. Derek Kokora. Yes, to see Derek Kokora. You, you, you'd go and, and see the, the silver-haired charlatan for £40. I, would, I don't think he's a charlatan. I believe that he can speak to his spirit guide, Sam, and um, uh, that Derek Kokora can um actually communicate with the dead i believe that right well you you, 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 you don't believe wrong. that david badcock I don't, you, you, I don't you, you're the one you're obsessed with dead horses ghosts willies you, you people like you rape. make me sick this is what happened last time right let's talk you're about a sexual postman. deviant postman i once paused at a door to avoid my postman you did what paused at a door paused at a door what, what, inside or out? Well, obviously inside. If it was outside, it'd... why would he be inside, inside my, my flat? No. You could have paused at a door outside. Doors have insides and outsides. So he's inside my flat? No. You might what? have been coming round the corner and saw a postman. or uh, Was it a ghost postman? A ghostman? You're saying that I paused at the door in an attempt of some kind of camouflage? Yes, subterfuge. I do not resemble a door. No, but maybe the door was green and you were dressed in green. Or perhaps it was blue and you were wearing jeans and a blue T-shirt. Well, 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 well let's, let's, let's run down the things. I have, have a face. A door has a, a letterbox. A clock, has a, a, a clock has a face. Maybe there was a clock there. I do not have a knob. 
I'm sorry to hear that. Doors do. But you are a knob. The Grand National. I agree with you. It's a cruel, cool race. But no, did you say cool or cruel? I said I said cruel. I think you said cool. Cruel, 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 cruel. One more. Cruel. Yep. But isn't it lovely to see the, the little guys riding around on, 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 the, on the horses? Why not give the job to the really little guys and get them riding around on dogs? Children. Yeah. Children riding dogs. Right, well, has this been an interesting phone call? No, it's been awful. Are you going to cut, cut me off? Nope. I'm going to wait for you to apologise, then you're going to hang up in shame. No. So, so you, you think that Derek could call... I'm going to cut him off. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Paul. Who's afraid of Ian Lee? No. Well, you are. There's no need to be afraid. I mean, he was, yes. He was well, he's obviously an idiot. He's an idiot. You're an entertainer, but it's, you're not inherently dangerous like racing on horses. No, no, no. No horses have died in the making of this. Well, actually, one, but that was almost out of my hands. That was just bad luck. Um, wow. I think it was an old horse. Um, an old but hack. apart from that, no other horses have died in any of the radio shows I've done. Horses die all the time, of course. That's just part of. Nature, yeah, they're not not always because they've um, broken their legs in a in a race for entertainment, and then shot. But it's amazing how many horses die of heart attacks. You know, they run and they just drop dead. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's, them, you know? it's all, it, well, it is bad for them. They're carrying that ridiculous weight on their backs and being made to go as fast as they can. They've not given their consent for that. When I was a lad, Ian, there was horses coming up and down our streets all the time. There, yeah. was, there was milkmen, the milk cart, it yep. used to be carried the horse. Are you that old, the really? That you had the, 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 the rag and bone man? I remember the rag and bone man, yeah. And the police were always running around on the horses. Was your coal delivered by horse? It was very, when I was very, very, yeah. very young, in the mid-60s. Yeah, uh, 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 see, I've got an image in my head that about coal really... being delivered by horse, but actually I think it may have just been a trap. I used to love the coal man coming once a w- I think he came on a Tuesday, yeah. the coal man. The bag of coal yeah, and he walked cellar. through the house. We didn't have a cellar, he had to go into the back garden, but he walked through the house and my mum was always tutting because she had to clean up after. It's the coal man, of course he's going to be dusty. The only guy that comes around now is the postman, so I thought... If we can get those horses off the race course, yes. I give them to the postman, and the postman can ride round on a horse. I like. They don't come early, as you said. Yeah. So the horse can stay at the garden gate and neigh, oh. and you just come out and get your letter. Do you know what? I, I, I would go with that, Paul. If the <laughs> postman dressed up as cowboys. Well, that's it. Give them a hat. But the problem is now, Ian, <laughs> they're going to be sex on legs, aren't they? The so, local girls are just going to flock to the postman. Yeah. You talk about being distracted from the job. Yeah. There'll be little postman's babies all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. A cowboy. St- the kids still play cowboys and Indians. I don't think they do, do they? Well, it's not on the, the telly anymore. No, is it, it's not, is it? But sometimes these games transcend 
what's yeah. on the the, the, the the telly. And I wonder if, if, if kids still play cowboy or, or cowboys and native uh, Americans. You know what? Kids go on these computers now, and that, that seems to grab the whole oh. imagination. Oh, I tell you Can't what, do. actually, Paul. Yes, I got, I got, there's a new computer game out called Nintendo Switch, right? And I got one. You love your computer games. I do, I do. I'm quite geeky, but I'm, I'm, yeah. res- I'm responsible with it around the kids. But we got this Nintendo Switch, and it's absolutely brilliant. And there's um, a silly game on there. Um, where yeah. you pretend to be cowboys. And so you've got these controllers, right? And it's it's like magic. The machine knows where the controller is. And so you stand, you've got a controller each, and you stand facing each other. And it's, you don't look at the screen. It says, look each other in the eyes. And you stand there with a the controller by your leg. And it'll go, ready? Aim. This is off yeah. And, and then sometimes it goes, frying pan. And if it says frying pan, you don't, you don't draw. If it says flour... You don't draw, but then sometimes it will go fire, and you got to pull it up and shoot the shoot your opponent. Oh, it was fun, Paul! It was <laughs> it was ridiculously fun, oh. and me and my boys were giggling, absolute hysterics all Sunday afternoon. It was wonderful. You're wasting your life in these games, Ian. You could be educating yourself. Oh no, 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 not at all. Because that implies that that we play these games to the exclusion of education. No, 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 not you at all. Take over your mind, don't you? No, 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 no. They don't you take over your mind. Very disciplined to stop the playing. Oh well, I'm very, I'm very disciplined. Oh, I'm, I, I can, I can switch it off on a moment's notice. Um, no, no, no. You're, you're wrong on this one because this was, um, uh, this was, this was fun. We, we, you don't even look at the screen throughout the whole game. You're looking at each other. It's eye contact. And we were laughing. We were laughing, and we were trying to put each other off, and we were pulling faces, and we were gently pushing. It was brilliant, Paul. Well, it's bonding, isn't it? Exactly. You know, I want to ask you this question: Go. When you played cowboys and Indians, yes, were you a red Indian, a rebel, or were you a cowboy, hmm. an alpha male? The, what, and what the, the, the cowboy is the alpha male in your eyes, and the red Indian was what? He was like the rebel one. He was the rebel. Fighting, you know, so they're both quite the cool things. Power. Yeah, I think the Indian was a little bit more romantic, but they were both romantic. I used to, I used to quite like. Um, I don't know what this says about me, but when we played um, war, I quite yeah. liked being the Nazis. Oh, we all did, and that yeah. was the secret we had to hide. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not they a just Nazi. Had the best but... uniforms, and they just, they just used to salute. There was the right something. Way, you know, there was something very. But at the age of six, there was something yeah. very cool about putting on the German accent <laughs> and torturing <laughs> the Allies. There was something cool about it. Achtung, Achtung, we are going to destroy you all. There we go, Paul. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's a good argument for listening. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's the thing, right? Some of you are emailing us. That's great. I'm not going to read. I don't even read the emails. To read the emails, it pops up on my screen. You've been sent an email. I have to tap the screen to open the email. I haven't tapped the screen once tonight, and I ain't gonna. So it's a phone-in show. 0344-499-1000. It's a phone-in show, he says, reaching for a letter in his inside pocket that he received today. Oh, hang on, where's my letter? Well, don't tell me I've lost that. Hang on. I've got a letter. Where's my letter? Oh, no. Don't tell me I've lost my letter. Hang on, it might be in my bag. I might put it in my bag. Here it is. Here it is. Got a letter. Got a letter. 
344 499 I came in really early today because we had stuff to do and then went out and saw Get Out for the second time. I had stuff to do. So I came in about half past two. I'd never seen this building in daylight. Never seen it in daylight. It was wonderful. And I got a letter. I got two things. I got sent a DVD. I got sent a game for the GameCube that I bought off of eBay. So we're getting a GameCube delivered this week at the studios to, so we can play Mario Kart and SSX Tricky. And I got a letter. Mark Personal. Handwritten. Very neat handwriting. Neat handwriting, but with a, with a slight... Slight flair. A slight eccentricity about it. And I looked at it, I thought, oh, this is going to be something interesting. Now, normally, the letters I get are just written by dribbling maniacs. Honestly, well, you know that cat. The, 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 the woman who keeps sending me letters on purple paper and refuses to sign them. Oh, God, get a life. Get a life and stop trying to be part of mine. I have no idea who you are. Oh, with pictures and illustrations and colouring in. Oh, God. Purple. About eight pages. Completely random nonsense. Um, She thinks she knows me. You don't know me. I don't want to know you. You're nuts. But this was very something very smart about it. Stamp with Windsor Castle on it. I saw the um, changing of the guard at Windsor today. I also saw the um, roadblocks they've put in place, the big uh, concrete blocks to stop ISIS. I opened the letter. You would not believe what I saw when I opened it. The top typed. You ready? You ready for this, guys? Jonathan King Enterprises Limited. Typed. Then handwritten the 28th of March. Because we mentioned him the other day. Remember, I mentioned him. Typed. Dear Ian. I seem to remember popping onto a TV show of yours many years ago. Wasn't it an early Baron Cohen show? He's referring to the 11 o'clock show. He did come on as a guest. Um, although, if you're going to win me round, don't refer to it as an early Baron Cohen show. I mean, it's kind of, that's a small thing. Just to let you know, I never raped anybody. Neither was I convicted of that. I was, however... Wrongly convicted of sexual activities with men who were just below the age of consent. Which was the prosecution case, though my appeal is still going on. I was wrongly convicted of sexual activities with men who were just below the age of consent. Just below. It's hard to get anybody to believe that I am actually as innocent as Cliff Richard or Paul Gambaccini as the Coronation Street stars, or Jim Davidson, or Jimmy Tarbuck. Or far worse, as David Bryant. Google him, or Jeff Long. I did Google both those gentlemen. Both gentlemen um, were wrongly accused of um, rape. and One was rape, I think, one was child abuse. But, but both wrongly accused, and their lives were ruined. Terrible, terrible thing. 17 years ago, that happened to me, Jonathan King continues. Online, they call it the U-Tree test case. Well, I don't believe anything I read online, so... Dear old talk radio, I was 10 to 12 every every morning early on, and the mighty James Whale did dare to discuss my miscarriage of justice on air and, of course, got into trouble. I fight on. Best wishes, 
Jonathan. P.S. Try Old Wild Men by 10cc. Maybe that's what he should have done. P.P.S. Google Jonathan King Bob Woffenden, which I haven't done yet and which I will do maybe tomorrow, which I will do. And there's an email address for him if I wish to reply. And I looked into some of the names that he mentioned today, and I watched a little bit of The Vile Pervert, um, which is like a, it's like a musical that he's written. And the song, Vile Pervert, there's no... OK. There's no denying it. It's really, really catchy. It's a really catchy song. It's, it's a brilliant song. There's no denying his song about Shami Chakrabarti, while Puerile... It's a really catchy song. It's a really catchy song. I mean, it's stupid, but it's catchy. You know, he knows catchy in terms of songs. Um, And I did a little bit of research, a little bit of research, um, into his case. I mean, a little bit. I spent half an hour in Costa. I mean, I, I mean, it's not going to be um thing. You know, it's not going to be detailed. Um, and here's the thing. I'm 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 confused, right? I mentioned on Twitter, Jonathan King thoughts. That was it. That was my question. Jonathan King thoughts. Some of you came back with he's a nonce. Some of you came back with um, he'd make a cracking guest. Some of you came back with pedo. Some of you came back with, um, I don't think he got a fair trial. There's a couple of people, um, one of whom I um, have a certain amount of respect for, came back um, with that. Some of you came back with Johnny Reggae. Um, But, 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 he was... Convicted in 2001, one charge of buggery, one of attempted buggery, and four indecent assaults against five boys just below the age of consent. Just below it. Between 14 and 16. 14. Um, and he says, I never raped anybody. <laughs> The, the thing is, we could get into an argument about the technicalities of rape. If you if you are um, if you are too young to give consent and you have sex, that can be considered as rape because you are unable to you know give consent if you're under the age of consent. Here's what I am thinking. Part of me wants to write back to him, but, 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 and this is, this is the thing. Part of me wants to write, I, I doubt we'd be allowed to have him on the show, and I, I don't think I'd want to have him on the show. I'm sure my bosses would, 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 are probably listening now and getting ready to text me saying, no, I don't think I particularly want to. But part of me wants to pick his brains a bit. But I'm also partly aware, that because I've read a few interviews with him, and a few articles about him. He does this thing, and he's done it in the letter. Um, where is it? I read a really good interview with him in the Telegraph from 2012, and there's um, a really good line in it that. Um, hang on a minute, just just bear with me while I try and find this line. 
a second. Here we go. He's a part. So this guy went to Jonathan King's house and interviewed him. He's a past master at buttering up journalists, but it's unusually hard to tell with him where flattery ends and real engagement and curiosity begins. As an interviewee, he exhibits few of the unmistakable traits of a seasoned con man, such as hanging on your every word as though you're the most important person in the galaxy. And this letter kind of is flattering. And it's, it, you know, it's not a, you said I raped someone and I didn't and I'm going to sue you. It, 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 he's, he's, you know, goodness sakes, he was in PR for, I don't know, 30 years, 35, 40 years. You know, he, he knows the game. So I read that letter because uh, I was intrigued by it. I was excited to get it. I texted Kath saying, you'll never believe who's written to me. Um... And because I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. If anything, maybe there's nothing to do with it. Um, and I'd like your thoughts, dear listener, and your suggestions. He proclaims he was, he, he maintains he was innocent. Um, the headline for this uh, story, you pick, you know, headlines are headlines. Uh, Jonathan King, the only apology I have is to say that I was good at seduction. And it's 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 the 14 and 15 years of age is the thing that gets me. It's the thing that gets me because that is, that is, they are children. 14-year-old boys are children. And, and there is a whole psychology, one of his arguments is, well, why did they keep coming back? Well, there's a whole psychology as to why victims of abuse keep returning to the abuser because it is love that they are being shown then they've got to spend 10 minutes getting buggered or, or, or you know, performing blowjobs, which they hate, which they hate, which they hate. But then the rest of the time, they're being shown affection and they're being given records and they're being given rides in Rolls Royces and they're being, shown, they're being spoken to as an adult, which they don't, may not get from their parents, you know, which they may not get from other, other adults in their life. So, yeah, they've got that horrible 10 minutes where they're getting raped, but the rest of it is all right. Um, and it's not an equal relationship, is it? it, it it's built on, on power. You know, one relationship is built on power and success and money and fame. And So your thoughts, you, you may not have any thoughts, but your thoughts on this letter that I've got, your thoughts on this letter, maybe that's it. Maybe we don't go anywhere. Maybe he's listening and he'll send another one. Maybe someone is listening and is monitoring the airways for mentions of his name. People do that and they're letting him know. I don't know. Um, I'll let you know if I get another letter. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Matt. Good evening. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you very much. I've lost quite a bit of weight. I'm down. I'm down. Probably up a bit because I had a, a big tea. But I'm. I was down to fifteen stone one this morning. I was sixteen six about a month ago. Well, then I'm sure you're looking delightfully svelte. I'm looking slim. I'm looking slim. I'm going to be below 15 stone by the end of this week. I can almost, I can almost taste it. Not taste it. I can almost guarantee it. 
You can feel the burn. Well, I did. I went to an abs class yesterday. Oof. And what that means is for yeah. 30 minutes, you, you, you keep lifting your legs and doing squats and hurting your stomach. Oh, man, alive. It was killing me. Yeah, I went to one of those once and I thought I was going to die. Oh, it was great. But I loved it. I loved it. And she get, The thing is, I kept doing the exercises quite quickly. And so the woman, who I think was Swedish, would come and go, why have you stopped? What is going on here? Can't do it. I said, no, no, I finished it. I don't believe you. So I finished. I finished. Always, Ian, your accents are skillful and to be confirmed. They had come um, out to the uh, the story. Anyway, Matt. Yes, carry on. So I was calling uh, partly about Jonathan King and yes. his letter to you. Um, yep. The man is an absolute publicist and a fantasist, and as far as I can tell, he refuses to take any responsibility for anything that he has ever done. And so he writes to people on a fairly regular basis. I think he wrote to John Ronson. Well, um, John Ronson did a film about him, which is I yeah, believe is on right, YouTube. Yeah. Um, which yeah, was a remarkable, yeah. remarkable film. Um, but, uh, the, the, um, uh, y- y- you know, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that he had sex with 14-year-old boys. Yeah, and he knew that how... Well, I mean, I'm he says, he Well, he says he did He was convicted of it. And he also says that, actually, he can prove... He, he, he claims he never met those boys. And that it's it, his, his... A lot of his series... Cause I did watch some of his Vile Pervert, the musical, but it, I, 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 mm. I, 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 you know, I skipped through bits of it. But it, his, it, the premise seems to be that um, a lot of these people that come forward for the um, these historic... Uh, no, uh, this is... OK, I'm going to use the phrase, even though I don't like it, but because it's the phrase that's used in the press. These historic sexual allegations mm. that they, um, the, they are coming for uh, fame, and fame equals money. Well, as far as I can tell, none of them have actually achieved anything like no. fame. They may have got some money, but he has achieved infamy, and he, he, he knew what he was doing. He knew, and I think the problem with him is that he doesn't think there was anything wrong mm. with what he did, because everyone else was doing it. Another one of his arguments is, and I don't buy this argument at all, um, is that he knows loads of rock stars, you know, like people like Bowie and stuff, that he claims are having sex with 14 and 15-year-olds, and he claims it's, it's um, a, you know, it's a conspiracy against him because he was gay. But mm. I, but I, but, but saying loads of other people did it and they didn't go to prison, I don't buy that as a defence. It doesn't, it doesn't negate the impact, you know, it, it doesn't mean that just because other people didn't, didn't didn't go to prison that he shouldn't have gone to prison. Those other people should also have gone to prison. Yes, if they did it, yes. but there's no proof that they did it, which is why they're not in prison. Yeah. And he's in prison because there was evidence that he did do it, and he was convicted in a court of law, yeah. um, as was Rolf Harris and as was, you know, all the others. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there was a lot more of it going on that will never come to light, and that's a, you know, a horrible thing to think, but but he, he got done. He got He got clobbered and he, he should he should accept it and mm. deal with it instead of constantly trying to proclaim his false innocence and, and contacting people like yourself and saying oh i want to get my name out there again all he wants is fame again all he wants is mm. to try and rebuild his profile and it never happened never yeah. happened but i was i my my one my one i have a slight regret that um a handful of years ago i was presented with an opportunity to go and interview gary glitter and, Were you? Yeah, I was, wow. and and I didn't. I didn't because um, I, I was unsure of the person who was um, kind of the mediator, and the sticking point was he wouldn't let me record the interview. And I said, with something, I won't broadcast the recording, but if I mm. write an article about this, I want to um, have every corner covered. So if any, if I write an article, and Gad 
or you, this mediator, come back and say, um, well, that's not what we said and we're going to sue you. I want it on tape so I can, you know, so I've got, I can quote it directly. Um, and, was this and, after all the allegations came to light? Oh, this was just, this was about two years before he went to pres- prison again in, was it mm. 2015, 2014 he went to prison oh, again? Okay. So it was about yeah. five or six years ago. So it, it was, you know, we knew what he was. Yeah, because one of his excuses was that, well, it was in Vietnam or wherever it was, so yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah, he was stitched up in Vietnam and, and it, that he, he didn't sleep with those girls and he was just giving money to the families and he, he only had a few images on his computer and there's no harm in that, but he regrets doing that and he's really ashamed of it now. All of that stuff, all of that stuff. Yeah, it's all the same. And, it's, and it is all such a shame as well because... You know, you can't have Gary Glitter on top of the pops anymore. You can't have any Jonathan King songs on top of the pops anymore. Well, you can. You can. The thing is, this is again. I was reading some. I was reading far too much on King today, but um, the 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 BBC showed some old top of the pops recently, and they cut um, either Jonathan King doing a song or Jonathan King. It was or he was announcing a song or something. And there were complaints. And according to this article, the BBC apologised. Um, which I thought was an odd yeah. turning point, <clears throat> an odd uh, an odd thing for them to do. But I, I, I don't like this thing. I think this is what we were talking about the other week. I don't like this thing of 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 um of uh, history being airbrushed. I don't, no, I don't it's think bizarre, it helps. Isn't it? Yeah, it's it is. Bizarre. Yeah, it is because I mean, it is what it is. You know, and you can't you can't you can't remove things from history just by saying they didn't happen. I mean, yeah. they did, and 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 those things were there. Yeah. Anyway, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, and I don't know if I'm harking back too far and whether this is dull you or not. You hark back but, as um, far as you want, but don't uh, be dull. was the Thomas call, um, which I thought you handled brilliantly, ah. and I know you're bored of hearing people saying that you handled it brilliantly, so I won't go on about it, but um, he was, uh, yeah, he was con- very Can, worrying. Let me interrupt for one second. Mm. Catherine, have the police asked for the audio yet of the call with Thomas? No. <laughs> and uh, Ian, have the police spoken to you? No. Catherine, really? have the police spoken to you? No. Well done, guys. No one. No one. No one. That's absurd. I mean, he basically admitted to threatening to rape a woman with children. Uh, You know, and how the hell can that not be investigated? Hang on, Kath, Kath, what do you want to say? They gave me a ring on their drive home from work that night. Yeah. But since then, I've heard nothing at all. And I told them several times that I've got it all on tape. They at least want to just have a listen to it. I said, well, we'll give you a shout. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Listen to it. Just have someone listen to it yeah. and decide whether there's something there. Yeah. So it ta- will take, take 15 minutes. Matt, listen, we've got to move on. Thank you for reminding me of that because I, I wanted to do a little update. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that, if, you, if you know what we're talking, if you heard the call, uh, the police aren't interested. The police aren't interested. <sighs> Deary me. Thank you, Matt. Oh, uh, Cleo, I'll come to you after the news. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
from the police is interested in a call to the show from someone who we perceive is still a threat to a young lady of 22 and her two children. Well done, guys. Well done, the police. Well done. been a busy show this evening, guys. Busy show. The calls are getting busier. More randoms calling in. We like. Paul, stop emailing. Pick up your telephone and dial. 0344-499-1000. It's a phone-in show, not an email. People on Twitter and Periscope, come on, guys. It's not a tweeting or a Periscoping-in show. It's a phone-in show. A phone-in show. is the telephone number. We call you back, guys. We call you back. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome. Just make sure your call ain't dull, guys. Cleo. Um, you just threw us with the old Jonathan King stuff and all that while I was waiting. I'd stay clear of that letter, like I wouldn't reply. Well, he didn't write to you, so it would be odd if you did reply. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. But, um, posties. Yes. Jesus wept. Yes. Why, in a country the size of America, mm-hmm. can you have postmen take your letter away and post your letter for you, as well as be your letters? I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, they, you can, you can, you've got your little mailbox outside, you put a letter in, yes. they'll take it away and deliver it for you, instead of, we have to go to little letterboxes and hoy them through a little letterbox. Yes. They can take it away for you, it's like America's gigantic, and if they can do it, why can't we, they're rubbish. Yeah, well, because uh, postmen uh, are, I'm sure most of them are good people, I'm just sorry, I'm just, the reason I'm doing this, and here, here, here's part of the problem, right? I, I had to I, I had to post something. I had to yes. post something, and something I'd sold on eBay. And the mm-hmm. uh, person has just messaged me saying, "Has this shipped? Let me know. Have seen no shipping info." And so now I've got to go, and I've got to find the, the reference number, and I've got to send this. Uh, oh God! And you go in the post office, and they haven't got a clue what's going on. It's an awful business. We don't need them. Yeah, last year, right? Yes, I'm, t- I'm listening, I, I, but I'm I have typing. mobility issues, so there's certain days yes. I'm not I'm very good at getting out, and I really issues. needed to get a letter out. Yes. And I didn't have any visitors, so I was like, right, when the postie comes, yes. I know they don't do it, I'm going and beg yes. and say, would you mind, one off, taking this away and putting it in the letterbox? Because oh. there's like one, 
the, the way he comes into our estate, he yes. passes one every single day. Yes. I asked him, yes. and he's usually a nice bloke. Yes. Lovely man. Um, all with a little whistle as he walks <laughs> down the path. Yes. And I went, right, dude, I really need this to go out. And I've got no one to take it to the letterbox for us. And I, I'm, my mobility's gashed today. Can you please take it? It was like I'd asked him to murder Bambi. He was like, well, what I've got to do for you, I've got to do for everybody else. Like, he, ma- he, makes a, he, he makes a good point. He does make a good point, lady. If he does it yes. for you, then he would have to do it for well, everyone else. Well, I, I, I agreed with him. I said, How I said, far I away was the post box? Oh, God, it's the other end of the estate. I can't walk that far, you see. Well, well And it was a Friday. You shouldn't, and I you thought, shouldn't be sending letters, then. I had to do it. was a form. For what? It was a form for a benefit. Right, OK, you can do I that You can do that online. You can't. I yes. need an ID. I need, take, I yeah, need, well, you scan need ID. You scan, scan the ID. No, you can't. What do you mean, no, you can't? Of course you can. I've done forms for benefits online, and you scan the ID and you send it off. No, you can't. So you sent your actual ID in the post? Yes. Well, you're an idiot. Well, they told us to. Well, well, well you're an idiot. <laughs> they told us to. I'm not going to well, how did you get them. it? How did you get then it? Then makes up the rules, then, how, how do you? How did you get it sent, then? Oh, I took it in the end. But you know what he said? No, I don't. He went, oh, well, it could take three days just for me to get it nearer. I, I don't go past... Uh, Letterboxes you know every what? day. I'm coming down. Like, well, well, postman? No, but 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 no, I'm actually coming down on the postman's side on this. No, they, you can't ask a postman to go and post a letter in a, a letter. One box. off. Well, but you might as well just call someone from the street, shouted out of the window. No, the postman aren't there to look after the disabled or the infirm. Oh, it's just a one off. Yeah, but no, but it's just a one off. No, they shouldn't. Supposing you were, supposing you were sending, um, um. Uh, you kidnapped a child and you chopped off a finger and you were sending the finger to the parents of the child. Let, let me finish! Child. Shut up and let me Jeez. finish! This is what you do, is you just get, you talk over me all the bloody time and it does my head in. Shut up and let me finish a point! I'm serious! It's Carry all on. you do! Carry on. Sending a bloody finger to the parents, and then that letter's got the the postman's fingerprints all over it. If you come uh, back with, have you finished? I'm cutting you off. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just trying to cut you off. Never listens. Never listens. Ne- never listens. Do you hear that? There was no conversation. I'm sick and tired of this flipping job, right, of talking to people. Barry's another one. Never listens. Don't listen! We're talking to Barry. We're try- I'm trying to, um, uh, um, uh, uh, I'm trying to squeeze blood out of a stone, right? And trying to engage in a conversation. There's no engagement. There's no engagement. I'm sick and tired of it. I really am. Engage. Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point of any of this? Jeez. Ah, oh, dearie, man. I mean, where's the, where's the point, really? 
Sorry, go to an outbreak. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Do you know what? We've got calls lined up. Get rid of them all. I don't want any more calls tonight, Kath. I, I just... I don't want any more calls tonight. No more calls. Don't phone in. Don't phone in. Not interested. Not interested. Um, we'll, we'll try again. I'll, 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 do, I'll steer this baby home. Don't worry. I don't want any more calls. Clear the switchboard. I don't want to talk to these people. I work, I work really bloody hard. Right? I was really excited about coming in and doing the show today. Really excited about coming in and doing the show and thinking we've got a real chance to um, make something unique, make something great. You know, I listened to a lot of radio this weekend. It was all pony. Absolute tosh. Nothing, nothing decent at all. Um, and I thought, a real chance to create something tonight and make something. And I just don't think you're up to it. I, just, I don't. I don't think they are. I'm not even doing a thing now. I just don't think they are. <laughs> do, we need, um, do we need to get an expert on to explain how conversations work? Is that what we need to do? Do we need to get um, a writer on, a writer of fiction to talk about creative expression. Do we need to do that? Who would be good to talk about creative expression? Because uh, some of these calls tonight have been B-O-R-I-N-G, dull. And I just think that, that some of you really need, and I'm not going to single anyone out, but some of you really need to up your game. We are on the, cu- oh, listen, I've got 11 months and three weeks of a contract left, right, guys? And I'm going to make sure that for that 11 months and three weeks, um, I'm going to deliver the bloody best I can, right? The best radio I can. But you need to do your, your part of the deal. You need to up your game, guys. You need, you need to up your game. Um, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder who I could get on. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I've got, right, I've got, I know, I've got a friend. I'm going to speak to a friend tomorrow to see if they can come on tomorrow night and and, um, we'll spend the the first hour, this is what we'll do. We'll spend the first hour of the show workshopping good phone calls, all right? That's what we'll do. We'll spend the first hour workshopping um, good phone calls, communication, manners, manners, um, interesting ways to put your point across, um, listening, um, listening and responding to the point that you've just heard, not jumping to the point that you've, you've got in your script that you want to go to. Um, we'll do some, we'll, we'll, we'll make it fun. It's not going to be like a lecture, but we will, um, uh, we'll, we'll do some workshopping. We'll do some little scenes, a few Lazis. And um, and maybe play some trust games. Maybe we've got to go back to basics, Kath. I'm assuming that everybody is up to my standard. And of course, that's arrogant of me. It's arrogant to assume that everyone is is at the standard I am at. Of course, you're not. Of course, you're not. You're not. You're not trained. Um, it'd be like kind of like a team building thing, and and you will learn to trust me, and I will learn to trust you because I don't at the moment. I don't. Um. So we'll do that. We'll do that. Let's let's we'll have a little think and we'll see if we can get some guests on. So so the phone stop phoning now. Put your phones down. 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 Last person put your phone down. Put 
Five down, seven second delay, two, three, four. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. Why won't you put your phone down? Good. Um, yeah. Why won't you put your phone down? Hang up. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, hang up. Okay. Sorry. Apology considered. There we go. Great. <clears throat> Simple. <laughs> Don't. I don't want any phone calls for the rest of the show between now and one o'clock. Is it the two mics tonight? Are the two mics in? Do we know who's in? Somebody will be in. Between now and one o'clock. What? Put your phone down, caller. All right. Thank you. At least that, 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 the last two calls, what did they display? Anyone? What did they display? They displayed listening, didn't they? They displayed listening and responding in an appropriate way. I mean, they were a little bit spineless. They were spineless, weren't they? I mean, if I was phoning up and the host took my call and then said, put your phone down, I wouldn't go, all right, sorry. Well, the first fella said, sorry. I'd go, Why? I go, why? Why why should I? Look at this! Flipping heck! There's loads of them! Put your phone down. Thank you. I mean... It's this Muppet. I told you, put your phone down. No, that's been the same. Put... I'm having a terrible time. I can't even understand a word you're saying. Sorry, no, that's painless. Well, you put your phone down and you said sorry to me. I can't uh, call back because you called me spineless. Yeah, because you were spineless. <laughs> you acted in a spineless manner. Well, I wasn't sure, sure. I, 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 I do listen to your show regularly and I know sometimes that you you have a sort of jokey night. Of this is not a jokey away. night. This is a serious night. The calls aren't up to scratch. No one's playing the game. Put your phone down. No. Put it down. No. Because what, 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 I was one of the two things. I, I don't want to hear your to. point because it won't be any good. Uh, one of them was a compliment. The other one was. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Hang up. No. Hang up. No, you you cut me off. Cut me off. Don't tell me what to do. You're you're the caller. <laughs> yeah, I know, and and. I'm, Exactly. Well, I'm not saying anything till you hang up. In that case, to make for some exciting radio, mind you, I'm not here to do that other week. There were, there was a guy who was like, "Hello, I'm on there, I'm on there." And I was like, <laughs> funny. Right, fine, no, fine. Well, I'll just talk then. All right, okay. Uh, no one actually. Uh, I. I this is great radio, Ian. You're going to make me hang up, aren't you? Why you just cut me off? All right, fine. Which one... Well, you're not going to answer me, but I was going to say which one you want first, the depressing thing or the gay thing. You do either. And I'm still there. Great. Fine. 
Pedro. One of the things, Ian, was a somewhat of a compliment to you, but um, I, 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 I'm not meaning that in a, a way, like, I don't smoke in my arse or anything like that, I don't mean, that's why you're probably getting my yellow card for that, I don't know. Um, no, one of the things was, uh, I had a call with the Martins the other day there, and they asked me, who do I, who do I respect? Or who do I, like, look up to? And I, I thought to myself, who do I? And I thought, your your name came to mind. And then, I, and then like, well, what is that? I think, cause I think he's quite brave, because he comes on and talks sometimes about having certain problems, and I hope you're doing well at the moment, even though you're not responding to me, thank you. <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself in front of the nation, or, well, however many strips there are. Um, and, and, you know, I said, yeah. And then she looked you up. And she's like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll make a point listen to him. And now you're back on air, and you've had one of those nights where you've been, well, thankfully, you've, you don't, you don't feel, thankfully, you sounded sad, which I'm glad to hear. But um, you feel, you've sounded like you're having one of those face nights, <laughs> which is fair enough. But uh, then I'm thinking, oh, God, she, if she, has tuned into tonight, she'll think that that's what you are, and uh, I know your show is different every night, it's a different thing every night. Here, here. At last, at last, the, it's 25 minutes past 12, the first call of the night that I connected with. Oh. Yeah, I connected with you because you were honest. You were open. You were intimate. You shared something. You had something interesting to tell us. You shared a very personal, private moment about you calling up the Samaritans. That was beautiful, Mm -hmm. Derek. Thank you for sharing that with us. I feel, I feel genuinely, I feel my life is, is ever so slightly better. It's been enriched by listening to your call. I mean really? that sincerely. I mean that sincerely. <laughs> like I say, well, it wasn't a joke. I mean, it was... Uh, no, I know. You were honest. I could feel the honesty. I could feel the honesty. Thank you for that, Derek. Thank you. But is that just because I... Uh, said that you were someone I could uh, look up to? Or no, like no. It's because you shared a really personal, private, dark moment with me... Um, with the listeners, and I respect you for sharing that, and it was interesting, and it was real. It was real, Derek. It was real. Be- best call of the night by a country mile. Thank you, mate. Seriously? Yeah, seriously, I mean that. Ha- hand on heart. I mean it. Thank you. Can I, can I do the geeky thing before Yeah, I go cool, you can. You've earned the right to do the geeky thing. And listen, if you're listening at home... That's how you do a call. And it doesn't always need to be a big thing. It doesn't always need to be a private thing. But he told a story that was compelling and was sad and was beautiful. And boom, connected. That's how you do a call. Sorry, I also just realised I'm sitting here vaping on the phone. I know you hate Well, that's, um, uh, yeah, I'm vaping a little bit. If you're going to smoke, smoke. But go on, give us the geeky bit before I cut you off. Um, the GameCube thing, uh, do you have an actual GameCube or is it a Wii? No, we are, the GameCube is arriving this week. It'll be an actual GameCube. Ah, right, okay. 
And uh, did you buy it just for Mario Kart or for some double dash? I presume I bought it for Mario Kart and for SSX Tricky. Well, like that. Oh, it's good. It's tricky to yeah. rock the ramp. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky to rock the ramp. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> so I, I, I never owned a GameCube at the time. Oh, you're going off on one. Um, but that's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. He had us. It was there. He enriched our lives. We got something from that. We connected with him. I just connected with a stranger in Scotland. I wasn't expecting that. You weren't expecting that. And we did. We all did. Bear it in mind. I still don't want any calls tonight. Don't want any calls tonight. Don't put anyone through. Three people are ringing us now. Stop ringing. Put the phones down. Not interested. Not interested. We'll do the workshops. We'll we'll, We'll teach you how to be a caller... Uh, a contributor tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow. I'm not doing it tonight. Okay. So put the phones down. Stop calling. Um, not interested. I'm going to look at the papers. Mm, not a lot in the papers, but we'll have a little look. Um, oh, here we go. Look. <clears throat> now this, I missed this. And it's only a tiny, tiny thing in the newspapers. But I want to see more of this. ISIS and all this stuff, you, you won't, unfortunately. But security is hot at television studios. Kind of rightfully so. But the live final... And was it live or would it be live? Oh. The live final of TV talent show The Voice was thrown into chaos last night when a man invaded the stage. Now... Which one is it? I wonder if... Hmm. Mo Adoniran, 21, won. Was it Lee Nelson? So I'm looking at the picture thinking, is it Lee Nelson? It looks like Lee Nelson. Uh, I don't... I I don't get that. Yeah, it looks like... It's a tiny, tiny picture. It looks like him. I, I I mean, really... Had it just been, you know, someone who got caught up in the excitement of the event, wow, that would be great, wouldn't it? I'd watch that. The excitement. Oh, when Jarvis Cocker jumped up on stage with um, uh, Michael Jackson and, and waved his ass and then went to prison. And do you know who, 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 who he went to the police cells? Do you know who rocked up at the police cells to defend him? you know who rocked up? Bob Mortimer. He's a lawyer. And Bob Mortimer went to the police cell and said, I'm here to represent Jarvis Cocker. Imagine that! Imagine that! Um, but, yeah, Lee Nelson. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch his programme about hoaxing and, and stuff. Which he had a programme, you know, the world's greatest hoaxer. And the thing where he threw money at Set Blatter was quite funny, I suppose. Um, and the rest of it, he just feels... Feels a little bit dated, really. Don't you think that, you know... Uh, tricking people and um, doing that kind of stuff and, and, and pulling the wool over people's eyes. It feels a little bit dated, I think. Um, look, I nearly gave up the phone number then. I'm not doing the phone number. See what we'll do. We'll take a break. Um, Catherine, you come in and join me and we'll, we'll do the last 30 minutes. Don't want any calls. I can see people phoning in. Put your phones down. We're going to play some adverts.
The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's the right thing to do, Kath. I think so. I think we just need to take stock of where we are. And, you know, we can't keep doing the same thing over and over no, again. No, That's the definition of madness, isn't it? Um, no. What well, kind of is? No, it isn't. Doing the same thing over and expecting different results. Thank you very much indeed. Well, that's, that's what I meant. I was just well, abridging it. I thought everyone well, no, was in the Well, no, doing the, the same thing over again isn't the definition of madness. That's just, that's the definition of repetition. <laughs> 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 the, the, the last bit is, is kind of the integral part. Well, you know, I was just, a, I was just... Uh, was, it, was that Einstein that said that? Because I've heard that attributed to Einstein, but I can't believe it. I don't it. think he was a psychologist, was he? Well, there's that... Um, Fake quotes. There's the the, the 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 fake quote from Winston Churchill um, about if um, we're not fighting to save the arts, then what are we fighting for, or something like that. Oh. Scott um, Balcony tweeted it to me. He said Churchill said something like, "If you know," if, uh, and someone then sent him a picture saying, "No, it's fake." It's an apocryphal story. Yeah, he did say that thing about, "But tomorrow I'll be sober and you'll still be ugly." He did say that. I bet. I bet he didn't. I bet he did. But did he say the one um, about? This is attributed to Churchill, um, about he was on the toilet. Have you heard this one? No. I'm going to use a a category B, so get ready to make your complaints to Ofcom losers. Churchill's on the toilet, Mm. okay, and an aide comes in and knocks on the door, and he says, I don't know, I don't know, can't remember the names of any politicians from around that time. Okay, so a a politician. Mm -hmm. But an aide knocks on and says... A politician wants you to, uh, is outside, he wants to speak to you, says it's urgent. And Churchill apparently said, I can only deal with one shit at a time. (laughs) I've never heard that one. Now, I don't know if, um, I don't know if that's that's true. We need an adult version of Horrible Histories, because you'd put that in. No one, um, how do quotes become quotes? People grass you up. But how do they become a thing? How does, you know, how does um, uh, 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 um, all I have to declare is my My genius? genius. How does that become, how does that become a, 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 how does that become a thing? I guess. Because I say funny things all the time. You have to say it to a journalist in an interview, I guess. Oscar Wilde said Not just a journalist who happens to work with Oscar Wilde said that, I don't work with any journalists. Oscar Wilde, I don't work with any journalists. Uh, Well, Sam Delaney, I suppose. But uh, Oscar Wilde said that to a journalist all i have to declare is my genius probs yeah so so oscar wilde said when i was what was it he's going to write stuff down himself as well he's going through customs is that what he said going through customs and the man said if anything to declare all i have to declare is my genius is that was that the context no i don't imagine they would have had customs back then well they they had um they had laws hence him hence reading prison Mm. reading jail Jail with a G. Yeah, I know. I for years. Up Gale, until about, ironically. Yeah, up until about uh, the age of twenty-one, I thought it was pronounced Gaul. I thought it was like Irish for mm. jail. Mm. For some, I thought it was Irish for prison. I didn't know it's pronounced Jail. Gaul, Gaul. Um, like I don't know how to say um, milk. Ear. Ear. Mm? The Republic of Ear. It's air, isn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know either. No, I think exactly. I've ever had to say it out loud. E 
I R E. Eerie? I imagine it's air because no. you've got the but with girl's the accent, name, Erin. Do it with the accent. Public of air. Yeah, like Ireland. Air. That's where it comes from, isn't it? No, it doesn't come from Ireland. It comes because it's an island. No. Yeah, sure. No. Ireland. 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 Yes. Ireland Express. Um, well, let's, um, um, that's that yeah, sort of. But how do quotes? Did Vonnegut really say half that stuff? He didn't, did he? No, he wrote it. It's lines from his books. No, but things like if brains were dynamite, you wouldn't have enough to blow your hat off. He didn't say that, did he? That's yes, someone from, else. No, he wrote it in a book. Did he? The, the Vonnegut quotes aren't quotes that he said. They're, they're lines from his book. Did he say the dance like nobody's watching? Yeah, he, the one he didn't do, which people thought for a long time was 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 him. It was it was um, said that it was a speech he gave at a school. Mm. Was the sunscreen? Sunscreen. Mm. Sun, you know the sunscreen Where's song? sunscreen? Yeah. I thought that was uh, your fella. Um, <clears throat> well, for a long time it was rumoured to be a speech that Vonnegut oh, gave really? um, at, at, at a college that someone had put to, to music, and it wasn't. He oh. came out and said, no, do me. Um, it was just some... Um, it was just that director. It was, it was the guy. Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. Was it Baz Luhrmann? I thought that was quite good, that. I mean, it was weird. Oh, though. sunscreen was awful. Wasn't, there, was, wasn't sunscreen awful? I don't remember. No. Should we have a listen to it? It was a... Look, it was different. Wear a sunscreen. I just, I thought it was a little bit, um, sunscreen. Should we have a listen to it? Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it's like a big meme, isn't it? But yeah. that's fair enough. Um. Well, there's a fire. Ladies and gentlemen yeah, of t- the class t- t- of 99, wear sunscreen if i could offer you only one tip for the future sunscreen would be it the long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience i will dispense this advice now Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they've faded. But trust me, in 20 years, you'll look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future. Or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind. The kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. The race is long, and in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. 
Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much. Or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. Understand that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. You too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. But you never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. Be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. But trust me, I'm the sunscreen. No, I remember at the time thinking it was Tosh. Mm. You like that? No, I find it interesting. But they've missed out my mum's major piece of advice, which is... Oh, did they? If in doubt, do now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If in doubt, do, do now. Do now. You'll find it works for you. Yeah, I just thought but it was I've had friends bit... who thought it was, if in doubt, get them out. Oh, any holes a goal? It's <laughs> another one. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've worked out what that means. The hard way. Um... No, that was that's um, I, it, that's dated horribly. The thing about the parents was nice. Yeah, um, the, the rest siblings. of it. Uh, but the the rest of it was 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 patronising. Um, I don't think it was patronising. I think maybe well, you could accuse it of being facile. I know. I don't think you could. It's not facile. It's patronising. Wow. Yeah, sunscreen. Don't don't mess with your hair because by the time you're forty, it'll look like you're eighty. Look at him now. Right, these kids walking mm. around. The I still don't know now. who wrote that. That wasn't Baz Luhrmann that wrote it. No, he directed Moulin Rouge. 
Okay. Have you ever been to the Moulin Rouge? Yeah. It is a right old dive. I used to have a friend who was a dancer at the Moulin Rouge. Um, and she said she used to draw her abs on every night. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible there. Oh, I've never been in it. I walked past it. We, uh, I've been in it. I went to see a show. Book, booked, a, booked a ticket. It was like 100, 200 euros a ticket. I don't know if we got supper for that. It's just for tourists, isn't it? It's just, um, it's a really bad titty show. Mm-hmm. You know. They've uh, also got the crazy horse. What? The crazy horse oh. in, in Paris. But they mime. They mime. Yeah, like drag queens. And, and you're, it's like an hour and then it finishes. I thought, was oh, this the interval? And then they turf you all out to get the second show in. Outrageous. Terrible. Terrible. They're awful. Um, I don't hold Baz Luhrmann responsible for that, but no, um, he's talking about a bygone age where they are TB and the tops. I on. don't think Luhrmann wrote that. I think that that was written by. It was lifted. I think that I think, and I'm not accusing him of, of stealing it. I'm mm-hmm. sure he gave credit where credit's due, but um, no, that was a terrible record. I could write that. Well, you didn't. He didn't. Well, have a break. We'll come back. I'll write it. Go. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Don't watch Mark Wahlberg films. He can act. Obey the speed limit. Minus three. Oh, wait. Let's get that bit. I don't know what that be. Not, not, uh, don't bother buying books when they first come out. Wait six months and save a fortune. Never throw away records. You'll only end up rebuying them. Don't film things on your phone. Remember. Back up hard drives. Eat cheese. It will enrich your life. Try Coke and milk. Always try Coke and milk. <laughs> Easy. I just wrote that during the ads. I just wrote that during the ads, and that is a million times better. Well, some some good advice <clears> there. <throat> I would suggest maybe you want an amendment there on the don't film things. No, don't film things. Remember, if you are going to film them, no. Always in landscape. Don't don't film them. Don't film them. Remember. Um, and it's true about the Mark Wahlberg films. Rubbish. Oh. I, I, I watched a terrible film this weekend. Um, and I, I did not have a clue what was going on, but it had old Danny Glover in it. I like Danny Glover. Although I don't think I've ever seen a Danny Glover film. When you say old Danny Glover, do you mean Danny Glover, now he's old, or old times Danny Glover? Well, it's a recent film, so you do the math. Um, and it had um, the short fat man who used to be the bad guy in a lot of films in the 70s and 80s. You know the one? Yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> you'd know him if you saw him. He played... It Was he the man... <clears throat> That slept with Tootsie. You know, as a man that fan- that got off with Tootsie, Dustin they Hoffman. They never did it, did they? No. I'm sure she took Tootsie? one for the team. No. I'm sure Tootsie, Tootsie that she'd made it sure it was really dark, and so he wouldn't know. No. I'm sure. I think he tried. Anyway, what's the name of the man that? W- the, okay, the Is very least. Hmm? Paulie. I don't, what do you mean? Is it the guy that played Pauly? I don't know the name. I want, I want to name the name of the actor because I doubt he was called the same thing in I think this. He might have been what Pauly. Yeah, but what was the name of the actor? Pauly. Oh, this is what I have to work with. She calls herself a journalist. She's not. She's an irritant. I'm not googling. She's an enfant terrible, uh, which means a naughty child. 
And um, whereas Wagamama... Means eat my noodles. No, I think it means naughty child as well. Anyway. Um, so I watched this Mark Wahlberg film. Which language? English. Um, called no, the, Wagamama. <laughs> Just in case I want to say naughty child there. Called The Shooter. It was absolute, absolute guff. I don't know why I watched it, because I don't like Mark Wahlberg. I'm sure if we met him, we'd get on, although I think I he was know. tiny. It depends on the day. Well, I got on with um, Luke Perry when I worked with him. Sorry? Yeah, that's right, I worked with Luke Perry. Yeah. From um, Hollywood. Hills 90210. Do you know when I first went to Spain, they used to call me Brenda. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Well, they thought I looked like Shannon Doherty. I wonder what she looks like now. She's not very well. She's oh. had cancer. Oh, has she? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I used to fancy her. Yeah. Um, when you say she's not very well, where, how? what is what is going she's on? She's having treatment. Oh, Let's send. Let's send. Uh, is that that's recent? Is it fairly? Yeah. Well, me... you your your recents often are like five no, years seriously. ago. Seriously. Well, no, I don't think uh, Google doesn't exist in this world. Does Yahoo? <laughs> Does asking Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. Well, I like um, I like Shannon um, Doherty or Doherty. I'd say Doherty, but she's probably Doherty. I think she's a Doherty. Mm. Um, but yeah, I work with Luke Perry. Good. Um, yeah. I work with DLT. Well, I yeah. know who came off better. Turn my mics off for a second. Back on Wednesday, back on. We're on Periscope, so um, we'll, I'll do that after the show. Um, but no, this film was absolutely awful. And Mark Wahlberg cannot act. Hence, in my version of Sunscreen, I've said don't, don't watch any Mark Wahlberg films. Um, I thought he was quite good in Boogie Nights, but it turns out... Never seen it. Well, he plays a meathead in that. Yeah, he's a meathead. And not just a meathead. He wasn't in the Backstreet Boys. New Kids in the Block. His His brother brother was. was, Who was his brother? Donnie Wahlberg. So is Mark Wahlberg Marky Mark? Yeah, Marky Mark. What did Marky Mark do? Good vibrations. What? Good vibrations. He did that one. But like a rap over the top of it. Of the Beach Boys song, Good Vibrations? No. No. Why would you call a song Good Vibrations that isn't the Beach Boys come on, song? Come on, come on, he did that a lot. Come what? on, come on. Yeah. It's a song. Mm-hmm. Well, a rap, a, I'm to- marking, a talk. I'm Marky Mark and I'm doing this. I'm Marky Mark and I'm doing that. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Um, Well, this film was pony. And I didn't have a clue what was going on. There was lots of... The whole thing was he can fire guns from a long way away. Yeah, it's a skill, that. But what it means is that the action bits... Well, just like there'd be someone there talking and suddenly be like, oh, and people would just like start dropping because he was like a mile away shooting yeah. them from Did a mile away. Did he lick his finger to test the wind? No, he didn't need to do that. He, he used visual clues like flags and things. Oh. Um, so it was stupid. I thought it was stupid and I wasted, uh, I, I think as I got an hour and a half into it and I thought, I've got no idea what's going on and I'm not enjoying it, but I'm not going to let Marky Mark beat me. Well, he did because you no, watched his film. No, he didn't. He didn't beat me. I won. I watched it right through to the very end, and then I had to fast forward it through the credits because Netflix does this weird thing. If you don't watch the credits, right? I don't watch the credits. Right? It says you go back there a week later. Continue watching. No, I've watched it. What? So you've got to fast forward it just to reset the. But then if you fast forward it too much, it starts again. So then continue watching. Oh, for goodness sake! So yeah. all this stuff. Continue watching. I've watched it. What? And then it says. Watch again. 
You're not a weirdo. Why would you want to do that? Spin through this. Do you want to watch this stuff again? No, because it was rubbish anyway, because it was on Netflix. Netflix makes you lower your expectations of what a good Saturday night in is. Awful. I've finished Netflix. There's nothing on there now. You've you completed it. Yeah, there's nothing really on there. But um, I've given up on um, the 12 Monkeys TV series. I've given up on... Um, there was another time travel TV series, I think, called Continuum. I've given up. I just... I just, It doesn't interest me. I think my brain is too powerful for um, basic human entertainment. I think I... I, I crave and i deserve something much more um invigorating Mm -hmm. that you can't get from tv series or movies alone so what's it going to be um you're waiting for the holograms no 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 it'd be things like bungee jumping gonna bungee jump they can't do that every saturday night It's not a sustainable lifestyle, is it? I would never bungee jump. What's that? What the hell is that all Is your brain loose? Sorry? I know it's attached. (coughs) Yeah. But bungee jumping, surely... But your brain is encased in fluid, so it moves around. It will be moving about, yeah. Yeah. That's not good for you. People's eyes pop out when they bungee jump, because the pressure... Bedoring, bedoring, and their eyes pop out. And some people have got back to the top... And their eyes are hanging from stalks. Honestly, this is absolutely true. There is video of it. Their eyes are just like hanging from stalks and their face like that. Do they still say, I want to go again, I want to go again? Yeah, but people like that, I think they, they, they deserve everything they get. Loose eyes syndrome and all of those things. And, uh, so the moral is close your eyes if you bungee. Um, that's the end of the show. Tomorrow, we're going to do, uh, we're going to start off with a little workshop on how to make your calls more interesting, uh, more involved, and a more enjoyable experience for, for you, for the listener, for me, for everybody who's involved with this. That's quite a good American accent, isn't wow. it? I'm American and I'm, uh, I've got my gun and I'm going to up your ass. Is that Marky Mark? Uh, yeah, why not? Oh no, he talks a bit more like that. He's a high. Got a gun. You don't need to whop anyone's ass. I won't be from... ass with my. I'm Mark and Mark. Come oh. on, my good vibration. <laughs> what? Well, needs a little work. Yeah, it needs a little work. But then you know, so, so everyone. If you can't improve, then what's the point of um, doing it? Um, that's it. That's your lot. We're done. We're dusted. Thank you to um, just me tonight, actually. Yeah. Talk radio, digital debate for the UK. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.